They podcast now? They podcast now. Welcome to the sequel trilogy episode of our From the Bench Star Wars series. Through the Lens Star Wars oh. series, Davis. You messed up the name already? I mean, if you want to talk about pod racing, I'm sure we could integrate a little sports into the mix. That's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that was my plan. I'm there. not sure I didn't mess up. It's cool. That was... Really, Davis? You want to redo it? No, no, no. We ain't got to redo it. I Good, because it, it adds character. It adds character. But we are joined today with two guests. Chris, our friend Chris Tobias, hello, and Jack hello. Hart's returning again. Hey, guys. I'm back. One of the co-hosts of High Voltage, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. The show we'll tuning in to High Voltage on Fridays. Shameless plug. I'm sorry. And uh, we're going to begin this episode, as we always do before we get into the movies, with talking about some news going around other movies. And right now, the biggest thing, out, we'll handle the Gina Carano controversy at the end, because that kind of leads into Star Wars. But the first thing is, more clips have been released for the Snyder Cut, which revealed Dark Side, Black Suit Superman, and a new look at Jared Leto's Joker, which apparently he's going to have three. What? He, he's having three different looks and appearances in the movie. I'm not really sure what Joker's having about. a midlife crisis. I don't really know, but they're going to be releasing the trailer for it on Valentine's Day at like 11 o'clock, I think. Let's so go. that's kind of exciting, I guess. I don't know. It's just, you know, kind of impressive with the whole four hour cut. So Zack Snyder said he's like the ghost of Christmas to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Future? I'm not sure I, if he did say that. I, he, the I, ghost I, of I Christmas to happen. About it. I thought I'd contribute. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, in other news, there was a, fir- a new teaser for the M. Night Shyamalan's new movie called Old. Not really sure what it's about. Um, it's about a beach that makes you old. That's th- wait, yeah. Wait, no, really? no, yeah, you get the caught on the beach. The series in it. Ah, yeah, it's, I not know it's that. weird. Uh, Keanu Reeves is rumored to play Craven the Hunter in the uh, spinoffs from Sp- the new Spider-Man movies MCU edition, which I don't really like that uh, casting. I don't know about you guys, but I think you don't like Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh no, Alex, Keanu, Reeves, but Keanu Reeves is John Wick and John Wick alone. Not for Craven. No, 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 yeah. no, no. He could be Keanu Reeves. Could easily be. He could have been Moon Knight. But I like Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. He could have been in the Marvel MCU, but not as Craven. I feel like Tom Craven's, Hardy would be a good Craven, but now he would he's be already Tom cast Hardy, it. Jason Momoa. Yeah. Except I don't know if DC would allow that. That's the thing is like with Hardy being Venom and Momoa being Aquaman, you're kind of like. They just I mean, need a left. big guy. Chris, well, Keanu you can have two small. different Fortnite skins if it's that's, Keanu that's, Reeves. I'm not sure if that's what we need necessarily. <laughs> about to get down. That's about all the Marvel um, I know. Sorry. <laughs> in other Marvel news, the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer dropped on Super Bowl Sunday as the MCU keeps expanding into TV shows and movies alike. I thought the trailer looked pretty good. I don't know what you guys thought of it. It was probably the most exciting commercial from the Super Bowl considering the lackluster commercials I overall. I thought the Timothy Chalamet one was kind of good. Okay, I mean, yeah, but I'm talking like, you know, normally it's been pretty stacked, but is anybody here excited for that show in particular? I know that some of my friends I'm are, but I'm focused not. on WandaVision right now. I've, ah, okay, Alex, do not spoil any more of I'm it. I'm not going to spoil anymore. I accidentally spoiled it last week, but we're good. Accidentally, where he just says everything, and then after he goes, oh, by the way, spoiler alert. No, I said spoiler alert first, and I read leaks on Monday about an episode on Friday. I didn't know that it was actually correct. This guy. What? I just... Okay, you know what? I tried, Davis. I tried. I kind of poetically bowed out after Endgame. That was my... That's oh, fair. That's, You're going to get back... I, go. I was kind of done with it, and then I started watching WandaVision. It's actually kind of good. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's fair. That, that's probably what will happen for a couple people, I imagine. But um, other news as well. Uh, let's see. Pedro Pascal uh, cast as Joel, and Bella Ramsey cast as Ellie in HBO's The Last of Us, which... I don't like that. Bella Ramsey was from Game of Thrones. I don't know if any of you guys watched that, but she played. Uh, Lady I can't remember her name. What? Lady oh, that's exactly that's exactly who it was. That's who she played. Which I kind of liked her in that show, but I don't know if she uh, looks way too young to be Ellie. 
Well, no, that's an older picture of her. That was like a, that picture of her is like from I think like no, but two like or I've seen pictures ago. of her now, and oh, she yeah. looks still looks too young. I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I didn't play The Last of Us, so I don't really have a stake in the I did. game. I did. Or in the in PlayStation stand up. Of course, of course. Um, there were mushroom people. Yes, it was hard to aim. Aim is not that bad once you get good at it. Once you play it seven times on the hardest difficulty, you get kind of good at it. But I, I feel like Pedro Pascal's good. Uh, good casting. I have to see him with a full beard before I can decide. They, they initially, what was the rumors? Were who did they cast before him that were uh, rumors going around? I can't. I don't want to watch this, so what? I haven't really been keeping up with. It. I, I don't know what the whole craze is about making video game. TV exactly. Shows. Same thing with Uncharted. I do not want to see now, Uncharted. Everything's yeah, a streaming service. So. Well, what was the one that did really well? Sonic the Hedgehog did good. I guess I kind of reopened the door for like. Yeah, they yeah. used to and do all the Resident Evil decent, ones. Man, they had Aeon. Tomb good. Raider did okay. No, I mean, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It just, it just, it just didn't fail, which was like the. Is this gonna be like? I mean, do we know if it's just the plot of Last of Us again? I have no idea. Well, I hope. I not. mean, with Joel returning, isn't the indication? What's the point of making a um like a cinematic TV show or movie about something that's already cinematic? It's like I don't get yeah. it's, why they're doing an Uncharted. Yeah. Movie. Well, here's the. It's well, confusing. Have, have, have any of y'all played the game? I haven't played Last of Us. I played Uncharted. Unch- so, but with the, the Last of Us, like, there's a part in it where it skips like. Three months where they're traveling across country, yeah. so I figure they can probably just focus on that time. Yeah, but then at that point, you need to have prior knowledge. How many people? Exactly. Have That's why I don't. Well, the casting's not good to me. It needs to stick as a video game because you spend fifty hours with the characters. Yeah, it tells a lot more story yeah. than what ten episodes or each s- an hour. I would say I'm more on the trend of people like building out of that. Like Harry Potter is getting a live action TV series, but it's continuing the movies. It's not you know redoing the movies as a show. I think that's a better option if you're going to do one. Uh. I think that's a better option, but I I don't like the fact that people are dipping back into other shows. Like, they're making the new Game of Thrones prequel show, and then they're also making the Lord of the Rings prequel show, which is, that just seems like you're capitalizing on something that was popular 20 years ago. And listen, I love Lord of the Rings. Mm. It's awesome. One of the greatest trilogies ever. Uh Uh-oh, Chris going to come on for the Lord of the Rings episode? We're going to have him down the line. (laughs) I look forward to it. We referenced Lord of the Rings on our sports show, or I did at least, on the sports show today. We Oh yeah, we did. We did it. We talked about how the Texans uh like general manager is um what's his name? Worm what's the worm? Wormtail. Guy for Wormtail. Wormtail. Oh. Whispering in the ear of the Texans owner apparently. I, but uh, sorry, go ahead. I I didn't have anything else, honestly. I'm I'm still looking. Let's see. Uh other news before the Corano thing. What? No, nothing else. Disney Plus has hit ninety five million subscribers apparently. Yeah, they've definitely That's hit their mark that they wanted insane. to get to. They wanted like fifty. I'm one of them. <laughs> I am too. Uh, I have a bunch of friends' accounts that I use, so I don't know if wow. I count as one. What a freeloader! Sure I, I bet you don't have an Amazon Mr. Prime Mouse account would either. Be interested to hear that little tidbit. Quite the power. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Wait, uh, you got the last thing. Ray Park posted photos of a mall prosthetic with the location tag of Tatooine, but he also said something about Dathomir. So we have yeah, no yeah. Idea it was for. it was a quote from the lady from Clone Wars. Uh, um, Madame Talzin? I don't know. That's okay, I mean that's great. that's the lady on Dathomir, so <laughs> that's all I got for that one. And I mean, then if her. Jacob was here, he would already he would already have the quote ready. That's true. That's true. maybe. And then yeah. Oh wait, finally, Judas and the Black Messiah. You didn't oh, yeah, that. Th- you take that, Davis. Judas and the Black Messiah movie about uh, Fred Hampton starring Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield dropped last night. Looks kinda good. Mm. It's got a good that. soundtrack already. I've been listening to it. I have to give that a watch. And finally the biggest news going around today is Gina Carano was fired by Lucasfilm. And I'm just going to go and read the tweet directly for what she said because I don't want to, you know, risk misquoting it or anything. And then we can talk about that for a second. Be careful what you say, Alex. If this gets taken out of context, you're gone. I'm just going to read the quote. And if you get fired for it, 
I have no qualms because you shouldn't be saying stuff like that, Alex. All right, all right, all right, all right. The envelope here. Good lord. <laughs> you got to cut this out for it. you got to cut this out for the theatrical air. Of course, of course, obviously. Um, so Gina Carano posted a well, actually, it wasn't a tweet. It looks like it was on her Instagram. Yeah, she story. reposted someone else. Okay, so. It was, uh, Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Now, I don't want to get too political on this show just because we try and, you know, avoid that for the matter because everything is so political now. Just wait for the spinoff where it's all political. Of course, of course. We're going to have a spinoff politics show in like two years. But anyway. Through the politics. So the the biggest thing that I (laughs) took away from any of this is like, I'm just in awe of her lack of self-awareness to the fact that that would obviously going to get her fired. Like, was there any way that that tweet was not going to get her fired from Lucasfilm? I'm just, I don't really understand it personally. I mean... It, I don't even know if you're that high profile. Why you would take the chance, like regardless of what you're saying, <laughs> say anything like ever. Yeah, stop I mean, talking. That, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Just like. You know who will never get by. canceled? Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> When's the last time you heard, saw a Matthew McConaughey tweet? Exactly. That's a good point. Well, he has a whole book where he says stupid stuff. Well, I mean, you know, he's busy being yeah, the minister of culture at Texas. He can't. He can't afford people to that will anymore. cancel. He won't grade you the class. He won't read books. He won't grade his papers. <laughs> he's busy doing flat Stanley commercials, and he won't grade his papers That's, for his class. Oh dear. Oh dear. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Why? I don't know if he still does, but he did. I just can't believe that she like put this out without. Then again, there are so there are rumors that Lucasfilm severed ties in November, and that. The decision was only made public recently, which I guess puts That's what it I le- heard because there were some issues. Yeah. Um, I remember like back when I was home for Thanksgiving, like that was a, a minor headline. If you're in the Star Wars yeah. sphere on Twitter, she, oh, she's not a good she, actress. She's no. <laughs> Sorry. She's made some. She's made some controversial tweets in the past, and this being the most controversial of all by far, and it has led her being fired. Which again, that is well within Lucasfilm's right to do so because that's just how. Free speech works in the private sector with private companies. You can fire an actor if they say something you don't agree with, and that's exactly what they did. Which, the craziest thing is, you know, she's a big co-star on The Mandalorian, and then, you know, she's also going to be in the new Rangers of the New Republic uh, show that they were crafting. She was going to be the star of that show. And I know some people were not so happy about that because some people just did Bill like Burr can be it now. Which, that, that's what some people are saying, is give me my Bill Burr standalone Let's show go. now that she's done. Which I it's wonder, focus what, I wonder on how planet. Disney's going to move forward with that, but... Yeah, so that's the biggest controversy going on today, and yeah, it's just pretty crazy because, again, you know, before this, she had briefly appeared in Deadpool 2, and then The Mandalorian had turned her into a megastar for a time because, of course, people were just so enamored with The Mandalorian, and now now she's going to be doing a movie with Ben Shapiro in The Daily Wire, so... <laughs> Big news. Star Wars. Their other movie went so well, you heard. <laughs> um, it so did, yeah, by the way. that's... That about wraps up. Anything you guys want to say on that situation before we move on to the sequel trilogy films? We need a new MMA typecast. Typecast? Typecast? Typecast. Yeah. Like I always yeah. said Tidecast too. Because before it was, uh, what's her name? She Why would it be Tidecast? Tight. Ronda? Why like would they it cast be tight? It tight? I don't know, Jack. <laughs> They're casting a type of When you're person. from Grand Bay, Alabama, all you hear is mispronunciation. Here we go, Dan. Waterburger. Oh my gosh. Because for a while it was like Ronda Rousey, and then it was yeah. another. Former female MMA star, and then it was. They get one of the female wrestlers, Joe Rogan. But the, the, honestly, <laughs> he's got some acting chops. 
We should get. Have you seen that video where it's him overlapping <laughs> like twenty different like twenty different clips, and oh, he says, uh, "Where he says, man, that's interesting, man." <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like. That's crazy. I can't remember what he's. That's crazy, man. So yeah, something uh, like that. It sounds really cool. It's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah, it's that one. It's that one. <laughs> it's in, could be entirely possible. You know a lot about chimps. <laughs> go ahead and tell us some, Chris. All right, oh I think we gosh. should go ahead. All right, before so we now, get too, too off track. All done with that news. So now moving on to the thing that everybody's here for: the sequel trilogy, arguably the most divisive trilogy of films ever. I feel like that's a good. Have label. you seen the Divergent series? That 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 actually that's. <laughs> Regrettably, the answer to that question is yes. You I'm obviously have never <laughs> seen Maze Runner: The Scorch Trials. <laughs> did they finish that trilogy? <laughs> yes, yeah, they did. And then no, Maze I know Runner, that's the, the book. Trial. But um, onto the sequel trilogy, we'll just go movie by movie from The Force Awakens onward. And I think, <laughs> if I may, going th- <laughs> going through the sequel trilogy is similar to reading Dante's The Inferno. <laughs> In the sense that it starts in Purgatory, the most okay Star Wars movie ever, and it slowly spirals. So I'm just going to say that, put that out there now. Uh, I like that. I think that's definitely a good way to frame the episode for everybody. Um, I just want to talk a bit about um, the entire sale behind it and like how Disney tr- or uh, Luke- Disney got possession of Lucasfilm. So, of course, Lucas sold it in 2012. Which I think was partly due to the backlash he received in the prequels, to where he just didn't have the energy to keep going. And all he was doing was showing up in documentaries and that, stuff. No, I mean, legitimately, though, after the prequels, I don't think he really had enough energy to just give it another go, especially because his original plan was to do three movies on the Midichlorians, apparently, which that wouldn't have been well received by the general yeah. audience. I would have probably thought it was cool, but you know. You thought you wanted the Mandalorian, but instead <laughs> you're getting the Midichlorian. <laughs> <laughs> and so he sold it in 2012 which uh, to Disney for $4 billion, and then the president of Lucasfilm was named Kathleen Kennedy, who took over. Kennedy had worked closely with Steven Spielberg as a producer and George Lucas. Though, interesting story I heard that Steven Spielberg apparently <laughs> has a story about how Kathleen Kennedy got her job was she was originally an intern to, meant to write down notes during meetings, and apparently she was so bad at that job they gave her another, and I'm not really sure... Here's a promotion. You're horrible at your job. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, it's the, like the interview is like, because what Spielberg's talking about is he says that in the meeting she was so bad at writing notes because she would just randomly shout out ideas. Because these were literally meeting rooms where like Spielberg and his producer and, and uh, other crew members would literally just spitball stuff to see what would stick for a movie. And she would just shout stuff out. And apparently she was very good at using other people's ideas and then make them a better, like adding to them. It's like, all right. You get She's like Jack Easterby. Like, yeah, Kathleen was like an OG part of the Spielberg Lucas cabal. Like, I think she has a credit on Raiders, right? No, yeah, no, she, she's she been producing e. all their films for a while. It's just interesting how she got to that point necessarily. I just think it's odd because then to be in charge of the biggest film franchise on the planet is a bit of a step up. But are, she's just, sixty-seven. Just out of curiosity, are are we going to be talking about the spinoff? Oh uh, no, movie? we're doing those in actually next week's episode instead. Uh, we're just okay. handling the sequel trilogy exclusively. Don't worry about that, Chris. I'll, I'll put my, I'll just put my two cents in because I don't know uh, what y'all are gonna talk about, but the spinoffs are freaking sweet, and Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies, and that's all I'll say about it. That's I, fair. I don't want to get more into it. That's fair. And um, I also thought it was funny that Bob Iger wrote like his autobiography and then admitted that George Lucas felt betrayed, which I don't know why he would actually openly admit that. Uh, Lucas was betrayed by Disney's direction with the films, but yeah, that's they didn't make the twenty films that he's always been planning seem, to make. It but never seems did. like a negative PR move to openly admit that you betrayed the creator of the company that you promised you would take seriously. And I also want to ask you guys about because I 
I remember when the first Force Awakens trailer like released, like how hype it was. Do you guys like remember where you were when that first like came out? Because <laughs> it was a hype time. I, was, but... no, I mean, I legitimately remember having to go to school at eight a.m. and my parents were like, "Actually, we'll just be late so we can watch the trailer." What? Legitimately? Really? Yeah. I just like, went to school. No, like we, I like, watched it on my phone. I, I mean, they would have the taken our phone if we watched sweet. it. The trailer, the I'm first, the first it, trailer yeah. with like the uh, like when the Falcon came into frame and everything and all that stuff. I didn't watch it. Really? I didn't. I don't we like. I don't watch sat on trailers. The couch usually. And Jackson was holding the phone, and all entire family gathered around just to watch it on like one phone. And it's like the Brady Bunch. I mean, it, yeah, it was really hype. And then now we get into the Force Awakens, and yeah, uh, guys, how are we feeling about this movie? I'll, I can start off by saying that The Force Awakens was good. I mean, I, I have no beef with The Force Awakens, wow. except for, like, I guess in, in hindsight, you kind of see more how they kind of fumbled the bag with yeah. the sequels. We'll get into that later. But I think The Force Awakens maybe botched a few things with plot points and how they started to take the characters and everything. But for the most part, it made me really excited to see what they were going to do next. I will say I agree with that as well because when I came out of the theater, I was like, okay, this is good. And the more I've watched it, the more the cracks have shown. But in terms of laying the groundwork, it did a lot of that and a lot of setting up for the future. But I personally have a lot of problems with it. The, the mainly one that I don't really understand, I want to ask you guys about this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I might know what you're about to say, and I think that'll be a sticking point between us, is that the major – I don't want to call it a criticism, but what a lot of people seem to – if they want to make one sentence about – the Force Awakens is that it's just the remix of A New Hope. Yeah, and on, I mean, we'll we'll get into this obviously, but I really think that's disingenuous to what the movie is going for, and I think it's an oversimplification of what the pro final product actually is. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that I I, I agree that they, there are a lot of similarities, but I don't think it's it's any. I, I, it would be in my first like paragraph of a description of the movie. I I don't really see it. It's as I mean it's as relevant to A New Hope as every other Star Wars movie is. That's actually not what I was going to say first. That is, that is a point that I have because I think it does share a lot of similarities, and I think the frustration is that, you know, first Star Wars movie since 2005, other than the theatrical release of The Clone Wars, of course, but, you know, we're not sure if we count that one. Hillman does. And I think, <laughs> I think people just desperately wanted it to go in a different direction, and it did in some areas and other areas. It is very much like... Uh, a New Hope, which frustrates people. My main issue is in the, in the opening crawl, and I don't understand the dynamic of this movie, so I want to ask you guys about this. So, the First Order is fighting the Resistance that is supported by the Republic. And the Republic is treasonous for supporting the Resistance, but the First Order is threatening to destroy the Republic, so why wouldn't they? I don't understand that. You just made that so much more confusing. No, that's than exactly what it is, though. That it, it, in theory, is, and literally Hux says it in his speech, the Republic is treasonous for supporting the resistance. That's what he well, said. Well, they see them, the First Order sees themselves as the rightful yeah. rulers. But, but why is the resistance the resistance? Why wouldn't the Republic just go straight at them? Why is the Republic supporting an alternative faction to fight? It's like, because it's the, like, well, I, I, I mean, don't, I don't know if you, if, how deep you are into the extended lore. And a, 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 a complaint you could bring up is, why should I have to read a book to understand this movie? Fair. Um, but. The uh, the lore explanation is, of course, that Mon Mothma, upon taking command of the the First Republic or the Republic as we know it in the beginning, Force Awakens, uh, sees it as a fairly pacifist and not having a strong standing army or navy, and that is what allows the First Order to come to power. So they don't have much military might to work with, which is why they're supporting the Resistance, which is just called that because they're resisting the imposed First Order. And there's a lot of nuance and complications there, but. I will agree that it is a 
a really whack premise to have to sit with and understand. I mean, it really, yeah, it, it does feel like, oh, well, we can't have the good guys punching down. They always have to punch up, you know? Yeah, that that was my issue is that it was like they're calling them resistance just to call them that. Like, like the, the rebels, quote unquote, the good guys, exactly. especially in the original trilogy and I think there's some growing pains with it here. They're always really squeaky clean. Like, there's no faults. Like, even Han Solo was like, oh, he was a bad guy, but heart of gold. Like, they're, they're, they're not rough around the edges, which I think the anthology movies do a good job of fleshing out, but we'll get to that, obviously. I would agree but with that, too. But I think they, have, they, they, they feel like in order to pitch this to everybody, I mean, this is Disney makes a lot of their money off merchandising and kids, mostly. Um, so... They have to pitch this movie from hardcore Star, Star Wars fans all the way down to, to four-year-olds that the the good guys had to be fighting back against a higher power. And the only way to do that when you have a victorious good guys at the end of the sixth movie is to add 30 years and say, well, in that 30 years, something bad happened and now the roles are flipped again. So yeah. you have and to be right back where you started. I get why they would do it from a merch perspective and... The ex- the extended lore explanation makes sense to me, but like at the surface of the movie, like they even talk about how they must destroy the Republic fe- fleet, and the resistance is like, oh no, without the Republic fleet, as if it's something essential that they needed. Which I'm like, all right, then why aren't they using it? To me, it was like I'm looking at, it, I'm thinking, okay, this is like if in the Civil War the Confederacy s- separates, and then the Union's like, <laughs> no, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. It's like a war. No, but think about it for a second. This better be good, Alex, no, okay, and you're going to be fired. Like the, the Confederacy is a complete lifter. <laughs> the Confederacy a period splits piece off, now. right? This is what happens. They split off, and they're like, all right, we want to be our own thing. And then the Union's like, actually, we're not going to fight. We're just going to support this other group that's going to fight on our behalf. That's what it comes across as without the extended explanation. It just comes off as if they're just like, it, just does, it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't really understand it from like a strategic perspective. Your extended explanation makes sense, but on the movie service, I don't really get. Man, hey Alex, that was I'm really weird. upset that France helped us win the Revolutionary War. Hey Alex, yeah, eat your popcorn. That's no, that's fair. That that's entirely fair. And the first time I watched it, I didn't care. I just watched it again. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, that doesn't make much sense to me. But I was just trying to have fun. Watch, watch so many mystery boxes be opened up. Not think about the politics of watch Force Awakens. Star Wars, eat that's a story That's, for another time, Alex. Sorry, guys. Sorry that I'm asking the serious questions. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a fair point. I just wasn't ready just, for that just, left turn like, there. I, the I honestly lore, yeah. never had a problem from it until I watched it again. I was like, okay, wait a minute. What's the exact I mean, yeah, you down? see the first door and you're like, oh, these guys again? Like, that also same, did not Same help. bad guys? They turned up the... the Fashionist a lot. They, they, they went, from, this they went from Windows to Apple is what happened. They got a little, <laughs> they got a little smoother, that, a little more red. That's true, and I will say it was like when I was watching with my uh, one of my roommates, we were pointing out like Hux's speech on a uh, Starkiller base before they uh, blow up the Republic. Like it is very on the nose that they're supposed to be like the Nazis, like even like the salute and all. Like it's face Nazis. But I honestly, <laughs> I, I don't want to say I'm fine with that because even though it is a bit on the nose, like I'm, I'd rather them be really imposing bad guys than clumsy stormtroopers that they've been in the past. It, imposing bad guy is a thing that. Uh is needed in the series. That's true. If I can kind of, if, unless you have more talking points, can I kind of carry on to the next, I mean, start talking about the movie or, because I think that's a perfect segue into one of my complaints. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. I mean, we can just jump back. Don't even ask next necessary. time. Just cut okay, them all off. I wasn't sure. But, um, so imposing bad guy. When you think imposing bad guy, one of the cliches, because he was so perfectly done, was Darth Vader from the original trilogy. I was going to say the Terminator. He's, well, I mean, Terminator 2, yeah, sure. But we're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> you had the game, man. 
Anyway, Darth Vader was Darth sick. Vader's he's got the deep voice. He's imposing. Yeah, the first time you see him, he absolutely like obliterates an entire, you know, squad or two of rebel troops like nobody's business. And then Kylo Ren, we'll get. I'm, I'm gonna kind of get into the opening scene of Force Awakens because if y'all recall, it's kind of like it kind of comes out making you think that this is gonna be a little bit edgy. Yeah. You know, Finn is there and they're like slaughtering a village of innocents, and then there's blood in a Star Wars movie. What? Anyway, and not that just was like crazy. on yeah. the floor of the most Eisley Cantina. No, it was <laughs> that it was like, like blue smeared blood. on a guy's guy's head, head, which was kind of which told me like, oh dang, they're really taking this serious. Yeah. And then you see Kylo Ren come out, and he's super imposing when you first see him, and he stops a, a blaster in midair, which is sick. And then he grabs Poe, and instead of being terrified of this presence like the rebels were when they first saw Darth Vader, Poe's all like. Oh, 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 who's going to talk first? You talk, I talk. Oh, oh, oh. He's supposed to be quippy. He's yeah. the new Han Solo. No, that, that's... But he's not terrified of like the yeah. evilest he's probably, the But he's probably seen him before, and though. I, I will say that was an interesting point that I saw when I was watching it. Is like, you know, because then he's interrogating the guy that has the information, right? And he's literally in the middle of talking, and Kylo just cuts him in half. Like, in like a split second, it's like, okay, this guy's scary. And then Poe does that, and you're like, all right, am I supposed to be scared? Is it supposed to be funny? What is the. That was for the kids. Have? It's like yeah. general hugs. Oh my, that's that's even An worse. Urgent that's... transmission for your mother. <laughs> I think he's toying with you, sir. <laughs> that, that that one's even worse. Yeah, I... yeah, but that was a pretty pretty cool opening scene. I mean, I, like that like set the precedent aesthetically. Like that laser bolt when it gets frozen is so cool. Yeah, that was like, really cool. Looking. Is that the it, first time we saw that in Star Wars? Yes. Yeah. Because Vader just you know it hit his hand and that was like, like that. maybe in the Force Unleashed, but like Whoa. in a movie, it, absolutely. It's in the. Uh, I mean, even in even in the in the prequels, the lasers were just like just rods of blue light that never stopped. And like, yeah. I bet if you stopped one of them, it would literally just be a a blue cylinder. But this thing's like <laughs> crackling and fizzing, and then when it's it cool, and when he releases it, it blows up that moisture evaporator. So like. It's it's pretty awesome, pretty stunning visuals to to start out with, and like intense cin- cinematography too. Like you have the the shot of all the stormtroopers with like the intermittent light inside like the troop carrier. That's yeah, a cool, that was that's cool. A cool shot. Like, I like it's like part. it's like D Day. It's 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 great. It's a great, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Like the darkness with all the floodlights and like the the blues and the oranges. It's very vibrant and it like really sets the tone for. What we're about to like, this is yeah. they're not messing around with with the visuals in this one. Yeah, I would agree with that too. And I, I one thing I did think though is that uh, like when Kylo uh, stops the guy whose name is Max von Sydow, that's the actor. I don't remember the character's name. Lars Anteca. That was his name. The the old guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't know that was his name. Um, like he's like talking to Kylo and like he's obviously toying with him, which I thought I liked. But then also like. The exposition is like very obvious. He's like, "You'll never escape your family. You 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 can't forget the force." And it's like very okay. We're like, okay, something happened. It's a but mystery like, box, Alex. I know. I get it. It's just like it's like it's like Who's so on family? the nose to the point where it's like okay. But I, I still did like that opening scene. And then, well, I don't know. I mean, and then from there it kind of we start it, it, some of the more flaws of yeah. the movie. Think what, it's a rollicking scene? adventure. I mean, well, it's, it's like. Timeline-wise, they go up into the Star Destroyer, and there's a pretty, like, the, the escape from the Star Destroyer, and then they get in the TIE Fighter, and it's, like, still chained to the, like, the fuel line. Like, that's, that's like, a fun, I, that's a fun sequence. I really like that. You have uh, Finn getting getting his name from Poe with a, the FN-287, and, like, 
that's the first time that you really you get a cockpit shot of the TIE fighter. Like you see how fast yeah. it is, how how it moves, like pose like this is awesome. I want to fly this more. Like it's awesome. And then um so you have that's a really fun sequence. And then obviously they get shot down, go back to Jakku. So but it, it also has one of the, like the the just recurring bits that I they really try to hammer home that nothing happens on Jakku. He's like, why would you want to go back to Jakku? Which, like, is a joke for, like, the, all three movies, which I don't yeah. understand. So that happens, and then we're all back on Jakku. Uh, the the scene from the trailer where Finn pops up and yeah. he's breathing really hard, and then he walks all the way to Ray. So are the TIE Fighters in this, for the First Order, different ones? Yes. Well, there you go. There's your answer. Give us the specifics, Jack. They're tie slash FN. Well, because because well, now they have two cockpits. In there, like, well, no, 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 no and because they have a gunner seat now. Because yeah, no, 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 because in the original ones they had to wear those masks that had the breathing because yeah, they, they took have, all they the in atmosphere and they yeah, had a gunner. That's why it was so fast. Drive. They took out the life support so it'd be faster. Really? They're, all it was was like cool. a millimeter between them and space. I didn't know that. Play Star Wars Squadrons. You'll learn all this. Oh wow! Good lore. I didn't know that. It's um, a good game. I also one of the things I really liked about the sequels in general in this one is that. You know, when you're creating new characters, it's difficult to, like, get people to buy the chemistry of the actors. Because, you know, your main three are supposed to be, like, best friends, right? Like, you know, and it worked with, like, Luke and Han, for example. They just had good chemistry from the jump. But I kind of bought the whole Poe and Finn being friends. Like, I bought their chemistry on screen yeah, it was from the great. first screen. And it it'd be, it'd be, it'd be yeah. cool if they could hang out and not spin the whole movie apart. Yeah, no, that, that yeah, yeah. I, I just really, that was one of my biggest takeaways from this movie and onwards is that they really worked well together. And I wish there had been more done, but that's for the later movies but I thought that was even their very first scene was good from the jump and then you get to Jakku and that's where everything eventually comes together and you find Ray, which you got Simon Pegg on Jakku what? Uncar Plutt yeah he's the guy that's oh, like cool. all I give you is two rations Four, Four, three cool. I I'll give you 20,000 for the the BB-8 unit for the ball <laughs> I don't know about you guys but for this movie it feels like um, this movie mirrors a new hope in a similar sense, as in A New Hope gets a criticism levied at it that it's based a lot on convenience. You know, like, oh, they land right at Tatooine to find... The, the Force willed it, it Alex. What? The Force willed it. I know, but, like, they, like... But you even say on... the same thing about Return of the Jedi. No, 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 but wait, wait. I'm, I'm, making, I'm making a point, Davis. Okay, make your point. They, make they your land point. on Tatooine, they find Obi-Wan, then they happen to find the Chosen One, Luke, who happens to be Darth Vader's son, all this nonsense. But, like, that... People forget in that movie, Leia was going to that planet from the jump. She's supposed to be on Tatooine anyway to find Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan's looking after Luke looking after Luke from the jump anyway. that's It's all supposed to be connected. In this one, they just hap- Ray happens to be on the same planet as the hidden piece of plans for Luke's master like map plan or whatever, and it happens to be in the exact same location, and it's more like out of convenience rather than because it actually makes sense. And I'm sure the whole Force-wielded is a good explanation, but... The Force so, did will it. I, I get the Force-wielded thing is kind of... We can kind of get into a little bit of my, my complaints where my complaints start to arise with this movie. So I actually think the first act is really great uh, for what it is, like how yeah. they kind of approached it in terms of setting up the characters. Mm-hmm. But the problem is they don't set up the characters for what they eventually use them for. And here's my justification. So Finn is set up from the beginning, I feel, at least when I watched it, that he was sort of going from the ragged, you know, cannon fodder stormtrooper that – he was implied to become the Jedi character, and I think it's shown with um, going to Jakku and how he's kind of framed as like the main character, and then Rey is shown as, I think she is set up initially as like the Han Solo replacement, in a sense, because she's uh, scrappy, she's she knows a lot about, you know, doing things with her hands, 
and surviving on her own. So she's kind of got that Han Solo vibe when you first meet her. And I think all the things that she does on Jakku are are great. Like that whole scene, like setting up her character and everything. Uh, I do wish that they kind of leaned in a bit more on how their personalities would have been in the environment that they came from. So what I mean is um, Finn, I kind of wish he was a bit more by the books. You know, he may not have liked being a stormtrooper, but he was raised to be cannon fodder infantrymen for the First Order. And then he was a sanitation worker. Well, that comes later. <laughs> he was cannon fodder. I used to mop the floors there. Poe po was like, the, Oh, did you build it? The pilot, you know? And then Ray, I wish that they kind of set her up as like initially kind of a loner, really. Because I mean, her whole life she's been alone. Yeah. So what are the, what are the odds that she's not going to give up this random BB 8 unit for however many months of rations it was? Yeah. So yeah. That, I felt like the setup was great. But then they kind of took a different turn. Yeah, I, I think that's a very good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But again, in parallel to A New Hope, you know, you don't meet Luke until v- much later. You know, the entire opening scene, I mean, the first lines are from C-3PO and R2-D2. I mean, if you if you watch the first, say, 15 to 20 minutes of that movie, you would think the Princess Leia and Darth Vader are the main characters of that movie. And then it, sw- it swaps around, which I don't know if it's so much intentional in The Force Awakens, but A New Hope it was. But... I do think the setup was very good, but then it kind of falls apart yeah. later. So he gets a little more kinetic. First Order shows up on Jakku. You have the big chase. Um, you have the sting punch as the Millennium Falcon appears on screen because the movie has seen Star Wars, even though our characters haven't. So you have the <laughs> song play. Um, then you the garbage will do, which I believe was said about yep, the later, yeah. later scripts and the, the films. Falcon um, on Jakku. Don't question it. Get, popcorn, that was Chris. the convenience again. Popcorn. That's convenience. Yeah, I mean, he lost sake. in the card game to Simon Pegg, whatever. Convenience. Yeah. And then you have a really fun chase through the through the guts of the old Super Star Destroyer, which that's is a really cool. great scene, really great special effects, really kinetic, fun. I mean, great. I mean, that's that's what Star Wars is all about. It's something like that, and the the backflip trick shot, the Millennium Falcon, and you get up into space, and so. Could I ask you guys a question about, because it relates to that scene. I bet I got which, a better question. First of all, you mentioned the convenience thing and the fact that it's there. This is very much a J.J. Abrams type storytelling. Because I don't know if you, have you guys seen the Star Trek remakes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I actually really, I, I love Star Trek 1 and then I've I seen Lost. Into Darkness. <laughs> I have too. I, I, like, I like them both very well as, uh, too, but do you remember how, um, I'm not going to say spoiler because it was in 2008, but in Star Trek they have, they have, or Spock wants to kick Spoiler Kirk alert. Off, the, yeah, they, off the ship, they, and they send him to the one planet that future Spock happens to be on, which is sick. Well, no, I, I like it. Yeah, no, but it's super convenient. Exactly, like, it's very life's it full of coincidences. Like, Alex, gonna, eat your popcorn. Incredibly lucky, like the one in a billion type uh, luck, and that's fine if, like, as a one-off, I think that's fine to set up a future storyline, maybe. But with this movie, everything is that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as long as we're talking about the the Star Trek uh, on this podcast, I will bring up that something JJ does a lot in his movies is he thinks the characters have seen the movie. So, like when Khan <laughs> reveals himself, he's like, "I am Khan," and it's like, "Whoa!" But like they don't know that. Like they don't know who Khan is. Okay. So like, <laughs> this is a very good point that I never thought about like, why, before. He's the ultimate fanboy. So director. That, that's something that happens a lot in this trilogy that didn't happen in any of the previous movies. Yeah, is that that's Star, true. Star Wars is, is 
They're, the characters are too self-aware, but they're in Star Wars. Exactly. I, I would say that it stands with, you know, I mean, you see J.J. the fanboy because, you know, there's a character that you guys are going to notice that shows up towards the end. He's like, he's uh, the bigger guy with a beard who's one of the pilots. Talking and about that's big... Snap Wexley? Snap Wexley is his Yeah, name. so that's, J- <laughs> that's like J.J.'s childhood friend, and he promised that they would make a Star Wars movie together, and this was the deal. So this leads into J.J.'s fanboy thing. But the another question I want to have is... Spoiler. So, um... Wait, I got a question. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna take over for here for a what? second. Was that your question? <laughs> <laughs> no. So look, here's the thing. We're gonna have to talk about this eventually. Yeah. And we just talked about the scene where where Ray took over the Millennium oh, we're, Falcon we're on and the flew same it. Point, I think. So I'm gonna ask y'all this right now. You ready for this, Chris? Yep. I think I know what you're gonna ask. Yeah. Is she a Mary Sue? Joey, we're all. Um. That <laughs> is Ray and Mary um, Sue. You get, yeah. Gonna, you guys go first. I, I'll, I guess I'll start off and say that uh, I don't think she is a Mary Sue. Mary Sue. Yeah, in that's the, the term. first movie. Um, she she she's too good at things. Like yeah. she's just immediately sick with the lightsaber to the point where she can beat freaking Kylo Ren. Which that's a whole nother. Wait, wait, wait! In defense, he was but, shot by a bowcaster. But, but he, he's still. A I gotta Sith Lord. get me one he's of the these. Right I was about to say, and she uh was playing with Sandy or an a, a crashed ATAT her entire life until that point. No, no, anyway, no, 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 no! But she was fighting. No, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go tooth and nail to defend her. But there's there's multiple There's yeah. fight. There's she, fighting she, for your life on Jakku. She's and fighting, fighting for scavenge. A sort of, like that's like going a up Jedi. against. That's like Luke in uh, A New Hope going up against Darth Vader. Right. Darth off Vader the bat. wasn't but, shot. But, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> let, let's not get off topic. We'll get we'll get on this a bit more. But I think that I think that as they began to continue writing the sequels, that they found it more convenient to just make her good at things. Yeah. Like, I you could say she became a Mary Sue character, especially in the Last Jedi, uh, yeah. where they kind of say, "Oh, but she trained with Luke." No, no, she didn't. Luke ignored her the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. And there's one scene where he's like, "Hey, sit here." <laughs> and the yeah, ancient Jedi text cut this rock. And then they justify it again in Rise of Skywalker, where they're like, "Ah, oh, but she's been training." But yeah. what Disney doesn't get is that's the character arc. We're mm-hmm. missing the mm-hmm. arc part of of Ray. Exactly. Yeah. We're seeing all the, the cool, fun stuff that she can do, but we're not seeing how she got there, which is how you make the movie. Yeah, and- I'll agree that she starts as not one and then transforms into one. Just a quick point on that is that uh, in this part of the film, we're, we're looking at when they're they're trying to solve the gas leak on the Millennium Falcon before Han Solo eventually captures it in his ship, and Ray's pretty proficient. She knows what she's doing, but it's just because she's lived inside of yeah. old abandoned ships for the past 15, 16 years... It doesn't explain. I mean, they get away from it. They they take that. Oh, she's good at things in the first movie, not paying attention to what she's good at, and just assume she's good at everything yeah. in the next two, and then eventually leading to her driving a boat into a wave when she's never seen water before. <laughs> Do you, like, that's a good point. She liter- when they get to to Octo, she literally says. Like like it's the first time she's seen a green tree, which I like that scene too. I like when she said that. As do well. you remember? Do you remember when they're fixing the leak or whatever in the in the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, and. <laughs> like she fixed something, she goes, "I don't know how I did that." That always bothered yeah. me. I don't, I don't yeah. understand that at all. I mean, have you ever been no, like, no, but like working like, on I, your computer? No, I hundred percent like touch I, two things together and it works, and you're like, ah. Like I hundred percent get how she can fix it. I have no problem with that. But that one scene, when she's like, "How did I do that?" I'm like, "What?" That I doesn't make that, sense. I think that what she's good at in the Force Awakens is justified because she spent her whole. Oh yeah, life yeah, I agree. I hundred percent agree. Stuff. You could even say that in her free time, maybe she came across like some. I don't know manuals on how to fly stuff, and she has nothing better to do. So 
Yeah, sure. He can drive. But, well, I don't know if fly. that was supposed to be like that. That part of the scene was supposed to be like, oh, she's force sensitive people. Yeah. But then that that doesn't even that doesn't. Even I'm so confused by that force. by that one part. I, that's of the scene. not how the force works. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I think to lean in on Chris's point, I think the whole getting the arc and getting better is a great point because literally Empire Strikes Back is the second movie in a trilogy. Luke or not Luke? Yeah, Luke. Deliberately leaves his training and gets absolutely mauled by Darth Vader the whole time. Vader toys with him a bit, and it looks like Luke has an advantage. But then, I mean, he just mows him down for the rest of that yeah, end of the movie. What? That's a good point. Luke loses Wait, to Darth what? Vader in the second. Darth movie. Vader's Wait. such a better fighter Wait, no, than no, no, Kylo. No, beats no, yeah, that, Kylo. That was my point. Darth, Darth Vader's up here. Kylo Ren's not and, near as good. And but I'm gonna be honest. Sith Lord of the Trilogy. That's true. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, exactly. Go no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Darth Vader wasn't shot. Additionally, I would say I dislike the term <laughs> Mary Sue because people throw it at just female characters. That yeah, are yeah. Good stuff to the point where it's like yeah. annoying. Yeah, like not everyone's a Mary Sue. Certain characters can fit it. Certain characters can be the male alternative, which is Gary Stu, which honestly sounds way worse. But that's the worst one. So much worse. But honestly, I. I don't, I don't know why know. they didn't I call like a Mark Sue. I disagree with you guys. I feel like she's more of it in this one. And the idea is later on she just gets more experience. But like this one, for example, I'm sure there's like manuals how to fly it. But that turning off the engines to flip the entire ship around to shoot the one TIE fighter is like a She didn't know if that would work. Move. She just but did she it, But she just bro. did it. She yeah, did it. And, and she was doing it. What, it you remember way. what Jack said earlier? You just dragged two nope. things on your computer and nope. it works. Nope. And think of it this way. Um... Like, think about the Force. We don't know anything... Like, in the Force, in A New Hope, all we know is that um, Obi-Wan Kenobi does the Jedi mind trick, and that's, like, the... Ex and Vader chokes, and that's, and, like, like the And, like, he talks to him when he's dead. Exactly, and, like, that's that's the... Well, no, he didn't even talk to him in A New Hope yet. He, he said, did. turn off your targeting computer. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 that's right. Use the Force. I was thinking about seeing him. And then even in... Um, in Empire Strikes Back, it's a huge moment that Luke can just pull a lightsaber out of the sand. That's like a huge moment for him to where it's like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. We, like He's able to do something, and then he it's has training all the time, and he still fails. And then in this one, Rey, does, Rey is able to deflect Kylo Ren's new mind trick that gets information. I'm not really sure what it is. Yeah, that's dumb too. She the stops it. Scene. Exactly, she stops it, and then she tricks the... Uh, Clone the uh, Daniel Craig stormtroopers, which is voiced by Daniel, that Craig. Daniel Craig. That was Daniel. The there was a voice by him. That was Daniel Craig. She just can't mess up anything. And I suit. feel like it's supposed to be like, oh, we're supposed to like her because like all the scenes with Han, where like she tells Han and does stuff better with his ship than he does. Like yeah. she's like, oh, I did this. That he had no idea what to do. And he's like, oh, I did. Then we're like, oh, we're supposed to like they her. Set it at the good. same time. So, yeah. So we're at that point in the plot now that Han and Chewie shows up, and you get she's that cinematic kind of cinematic shot. Scene. Joey, <laughs> we're home. I'm not gonna lie, I'm so freaked out because I just really like Han. And it's Chewie, a good but, scene. You know, yeah, Han Solo's some good and, fan service. I and mean, then you get that. I mean, that the Kanja Club shows up and they release the the Reptar, the Rathars. I was calling Reptars. Uh, and they eat <laughs> that kill from those uh, Rugrats. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like that's that's goofy Star Wars. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and then I think that. That brings us over to Maz's Cantina, which is where Ugh. we can pick up the story there. How did uh, they even get the lightsaber? How did they get it? She, I like, told you. She could feel it, and then she went downstairs. No, 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 no. But how no, did no, no. Maz get it? They're, oh, no! I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you. A good <laughs> question. For I brought it up. Time. La I brought it. I brought it up last week. Remember that comic where the guy was there oh, yeah, when yeah, Luke yeah, got yeah, his hand cut off, and he caught the and he caught the lightsaber was falling. And I said this last week, but one of the prospective openings to this film was. Luke's hand floating in space, like cold, <laughs> with a lightsaber. Like dead space. Yeah, and another one. <laughs> another one was actually like a, a carbon copy of 
the Force Awake or A New Hope's opening with the the Star Destroyer kind of cresting into frame, but then at like halfway through, you realize that <gasps> it's like a broken, it's the lightsaber. Fl- like floating, like crashed oh, Jakku yeah, yeah. Star Destroyer. About that. I so yeah, like that a lot. Um, but we anyway, didn't get that. Uh, Cantina scene, uh, New Hope ripoff? Question mark. Um, I mean, I think they tried to. J.J. Yeah. Abrams likes Star Wars. Funny I, alien, buy my toy. <laughs> <laughs> I think they tried to. I think that's where it is. But you know, it makes up for it. Because then I thought the uh, X-wing, fu- X-wing, sorry, fight scene afterwards was really, really cool. Like them gliding across the water to like. Oh yeah. yeah. Day, which also the rebels say, show up. Hey J.J., how do we make a bunch of aliens? I don't know. Get people with silly faces. <laughs> make them make them goofy colors. <laughs> I think that that that's fair. I will say another thing that I really like about this movie is that uh, the music once again stands out. I mean, that's to be expected, that's but a like given. the new Resistance theme and Ray's theme and Kylo's theme as well, I think are yeah. really really good. I think and uh, going John back, Williams again, very good. Going back to the the basement scene with the lightsaber, I think that I mean that is a textbook JJ uh, mystery box. Is that they yeah. have like. They Story have the, the Luke with his hand on R2. You have the Knights of Ren in it. You have... You oh, have the Obi- Knights of Ren. <laughs> <laughs> have, we still got two other movies to get yeah, to. I, I was going to say... Oh, I'll, I'll, you have... Um, wait, uh, I had D. Bradley Baker originally voicing the Ray, These Are Your First Steps, which originally was, re- was then redubbed by Ewan McGregor. So who was it supposed to be if it was D. Bradley... Oh, it was still he's he's Clone Wars Obi Wan. Oh, oh wait, that's right, that's right. Then they did. Then they also. Then they also cut like uh, a part of Alec Guinness saying. Whoever. Yeah, no, I know, I, it's yeah. not Deep Red the Big, but I know who you're talking about. Um, but yeah, James, oh, James Arnold Taylor. That's right. That's the name. So uh, and then you have uh the the Cloud City hallway, which is a great callback, which I didn't even notice until like my third time watching. Is that what? Ray shows up in the Cloud City hallway? I don't have to go back and watch again. I don't remember that at all. Actually, the the black and white hallway that Luke. Right before he gets thrown out the window in Cloud City is where Ray first appears in Whoa. in the Vision. So yeah, awesome mystery box from JJ. Does it pay Whoa. off? Uh, well, ri- we'll oh see. Oh my gosh, you're right. That's cool. Sorry. We'll see if it pays off into anything. Literally anything. But um, <laughs> it won't. And then the first order shows up. A uh, really cool kinetic fight scene with the the X wings. Poe's back. Um, fi- uh, Finn. I, so, Something that is weird is you obviously have Finn trying to leave. That's his thing. Yeah. I get, I get it. At that point is when you have the first order speech and the Senate gets blown up, which then Finn looks in the sky and sees the laser beam, which I'll concede it's a they're shooting like whatever. But he also hears screaming. Which I want to know, is that oh. people, like, screaming on Octo, or is that him, like, force hearing I the think Senate it's on Octo, up? but he, he is, in fact, in touch with the uh, Force. Yeah, I think that was confirmed. another Like, it seems like a lot of screaming for just, like, <laughs> yeah. 11 people What would people you think if you, saw, if you saw a beam I mean, I from Mars destroying I just scream in terror? No, I, it I sounds it, like screams of horror. Like I don't know how like they saw the beam, though. Like Maybe they thought the beam was going to come to them next. It was hints. I think it was hints at him being force sensitive. Okay. Because, oh, okay. No, because I don't that's think they plan that. I mean, that's what Obi Wan talks about hearing when the Death Star shoots Alderaan. That's true. That's yeah. true. I, I'm gonna have to watch it again to pay attention to that specifically because I never thought about that. But um, that's an interesting. Point. Okay, y'all win. Maybe okay. The reason why I thought Finn was gonna be the Jedi. Of yeah, because he's wearing. Yeah. He's holding. The, he was holding Traitor. the lightsaber. Yeah, I, I, I should be Phasma, but I'm just. 
a white a guy in a white suit. He's the executioner. <laughs> this movie legitimately feels like the more you're pointing out like how Finn is said it that way, as if like they had a script in mind. The more we Finn talk about guy. it, the less I'm liking it. And then and then somebody came in from Lucasfilm and said, "Okay, no, we want Ray to be the main character. How can you fit it around in a certain amount of time?" They, we, they already wrote half the movie, and they were like, "What are we gonna do now?" Hey, I'll I, I just make her. Good I personally uh, give give, <laughs> give Ray switch a, their characters. A hair gun, and then she runs into the woods and gets and then just mows down sleep. a bunch of stormtroopers. How about? Know. I don't know. Make her take out the biggest bad guy of the trilogy. I was about to say. Look, the first I, movie. I think they both could have been uh, uh, Jedi's. Personally, honestly, why that not two, two Jedi? They could have trained just, to get just something. <laughs> something. The what, what you know, dynamic? what if you set it up? Ray, Finn are the two Jedi. Kylo is the bad guy, and then like you actually have a swap. Like say that was what some people thought is that. Kylo was going to swap to the light side, and then Rey was going to turn to the dark side. I was like, okay, now it's them two that facing her. That would have been sick, Which would have redeemed the trilogy. That's something we can get in when we talk about Rise of Skywalker, but we that is like, something that I think I talked with you, Jack, before the movie came out about how that would have been uh, a good like way for that to play out. And I don't know how it would work practicality-wise, but I think it's just a cool concept to explore that I wish they had. But... All right. Basically, nothing else happens in this movie except yeah. for the the big fight on Starkiller Base. So and Han we, gets murdered. Why? That's part of the big fight on Starkiller Base, yeah. Davis. Why I, they... I say let's move to that. Why did oh, Leia talk about it? Ray well, it's, I just transitioned into it. Out. We still got two other movies to get Leia to. Let's not spend too much time on Force Why Awakens. Why did Leia hug hey, Chewie? We got all the time in the world, Davis. We're on the last scene. Okay, <laughs> last set piece of the movie: fight on Starkiller Base. Uh, rip off of Death Star. Yeah. Kind of. No, not kind of. What if we also, had a Death but that, Star, but it was a super Death Star? There, there's it's a pretty crazy. Millennium, also, Millennium we, Falcon flies right through the shield and then like hits yeah. the brakes somehow, yeah. even though you're going at the speed of light, and crashes. <laughs> what? The, something about this trilogy that doesn't sit right with me is that ships just crash into stuff and they're fine. Yep. Like when they leave Jakku, the Millennium Falcon blows up that whole like control tower and just shrugs it off. Like it, it's yeah. it's. And then in this one, on. it crashes through like 400 trees and just slides yeah. to a stop in the snow. Also, whatever. From like a from like you know a just logic perspective, how on earth? Because my uh, roommate brought this up. Like, I get that they harness the power of the sun, but like based on the way that you it, know, it's sun and solar flares work. How on earth would it work? It's okay. Ilum. That, no, it's I, the planet's Ilum. I don't. I don't have a problem with Starkiller Base. It's sci fantasy. Like, no I, no, I get that. I just thought it was. I, it, it's a cool idea I for. I have that. lore for this. Oh. It is Ilum, which is the Kyber. No, it's the I, Kyber I, planet, bro. I, and you see it in and you see it in the, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which, is, which because it's a Kyber crystal planet, it's immune to solar flares. That doesn't answer the question. <laughs> Alex, this is a galaxy far, far away that don't have solar flares. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's a fair that's a fair. Maybe so they've like, harnessed solar flares, bro. So Ray's on Star Killer Base. You have like a like a, a battle uh, a New Hope callback running through the Death Star where Looking for Ray. You have a line I do not like when when uh you, you, you figure out that Finn cleaned the bathrooms on Starkiller Base uh, and wasn't and he says sh- we'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Finn has a lot of really I think Finn has, has a, a lot, lot of lines, lines that I know I know that John Boyega probably hated reading. Yeah. <laughs> they should like have the, left the sanitation out completely. Like the conveniency when um Poe shows up earlier at the cantina and shoots all those TIE fighters and he's like, Oh man, that's one heck of a pilot when it's conveniently the one guy he knows. Like it's just like that's just I think that's even just a bit more senseless, maybe, but that poor but John no one Boyega said, like, he no one, got manhandled by that trip. No <laughs> one's no one knows that Obi Wan told Luke to use the force on the Death Star. Like, no one knows, only Luke knows that, and I doubt it's a saying, you know? That's true. Like, the Jedi are illegal. 
Is this JJ watching the movie? And yeah, this is like wow. Well, it it'd, it'd, it'd be pretty funny if uh, if he said, "We'll use the force," because that's what people say. <laughs> I think I think Jack's JJ Abrams impression sounds a little bit like his George Lucas impression. Are it's these, just are old these just... George Lucas. <laughs> George Lucas is a little slower and quieter. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair when, enough. We're gonna see JJ Abrams walk through a uh, a documentary one day. <laughs> <laughs> So, it is important to mention that we are 55 <laughs> minutes in and we have two other movies to go That's through. what I've been oh, saying. This movie's important. Do 55 this, more minutes. This doesn't need to be three hours this long. I'm, just saying, I'm just saying we may want to wrap up The Force All right. Awakens in order Han to get Han Solo dies. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I think he, he, Harrison Ford wanted it. To happen, so it's fine. He's not wanting to happen to his empire. No, he literally did. I'm glad he doesn't come back at all and he gets his wish to stay out of the franchise Somebody forever. Somebody had to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and I think it, for for the characters involved, it fit uh, Kylo. But hindsight's twenty twenty. I think it may have should have been Leia. But of course, that's hindsight involving the tragic situation with Carrie Fisher and just the way that the story moved forward. It seemed like Han sort of having to step into the role maybe fit better. But I don't, don't you know. know she's invincible? That happens. That happens in the next movie. Which what? Which is no? She force pulls. That, no. Okay, David. <laughs> we'll get there. Whoa, whoa. This gonna be. We need to move it. We need to get to the last Jedi. So we can start yelling. Ray, Ray beats beats him we already talked about how we're probably not big fans of that and then it all ends up they blow it up Every, the first order's okay snoke is interesting i don't mind it cool. it's an awesome yeah. set piece it looks cool yeah, in the snow cool. like the 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 little sizzles when the snowflake hits the lightsaber awesome i don't mind i think it's cool i think two people combined could probably take on uh a really powerful guy if he was like nah. hemorrhaging blood shot with the I mean, bow he's like caster. constantly like hitting himself and he got, really and cool. he got hit in the shoulder like he's like in pain the, I do think yeah, it's, it's pretty corny how the planet like splits in half and then they're like, oh, the good guys are on one side and Kylo is on the other. That's the only reason they escaped. Yep, that's Because the very, planet cracked in half. That's that was very s- convenient. That's again. weird. Okay. It was cool looking. And then we get to the, the big payoff of the film is that we go over to uh, the guy, you know. The one that the Whoa. whole other trilogy was about. Nah, 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 I'm just nah, saying, nah, am I the only nah, one that had a problem with Leia hugging Ray instead of Chewie? I just don't get it. Just don't. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It, matters. it just bothers me. That's like the like, least thing that matters in all bro, of Bro, Chewie didn't even get his medal until the ninth movie. You should Chewbacca under- doesn't. He did. He gave it away. It was in a comic. They don't oh, like so. wearing clothes. He only wears the bandolier. Fine, fine. Is there anything else before we go on to The Last Jedi? I, I like this movie. It was good. I, saw was, it. I like this I one as well, it. yes. And 20, That's okay. 20, I liked it. Um, it was saw it in New York City. It was <laughs> 7 out of 10. <laughs> it was good. So um, I was excited to see the rest when it came out. Yeah, that, that, that's let's fair. let's cross the river sticks. All of y'all are going to be mad at me oh, after this no! one. No, Davis! I like The Last Jedi. I'll oh, say it. This is probably the most divisive movie in the history of modern cinema at this point. Whoa, okay. Last I don't know. About Je- that. Oh, no, Hubie Halloween <laughs> is pretty divisive between very, at, at least very this Very, very hyped-up movie, hyped-up trailer, all this nonsense. And then we get into it, and guys, maybe not go scene by scene because we'll be here for decades, but... It's salt. Talk, I wanna, about, talk about your big frame moments at like the beginning of the film, what you liked, what you disliked, stuff like that. I was in the theater. I was with my brother. Uh, my brother Andre and I Shout were watching. Shout out to Andre. The, shout out to Andre. My, we were watching The Last Jedi, and I could tell the vibes were off <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. I hated the opening bomber scene. That's Not just the part where Poe's like, General Hugs. Hey, General Hugs. Running, <laughs> you better go catch it. And then he did, go, proceeds... To destroy uh, an entire first order like giant ship. Exactly. And I, yeah, I absolutely. He's hated the best the pilot. Which, which we would soon find out was Rose's sister. I hated that bombing part. I like that. that. Was the I liked most it too. Overplayed, overdramatic. 
thing to happen at the opening of a movie. And why were they so slow? Why like, would they? It's send a bomber. Last... It's it's literally lit, George Lucas's naval bat or battles in space were literally just World War II battles. I, but B fifty two bombers are not fast. Alex. Why so, would they send their bo- their only bombers left to take? They didn't the think hunt. they were going to destroy. They wanted them to all. hit the dreadnought. They they had to. You can't. You don't get the chance to destroy but dreadnought then, very often. How about Chris? the fact that Leia apparently can only tell Poe to turn the bombers around and can't just say hi? I'm Princess Leia. Bombers, please make. But a the bombers were with Poe. Were like, we want to destroy this dreadnought. Mm. It was it was a dumb. Scene, Y'all really gonna make me just spend I everything about this from movie, the huh? Beginning and of this movie, I was like, I got a bad feeling. And about I this. personally, I yeah. Whoa, he said it. He said it. <laughs> they fly now. I also they fly now. I also fly think now. it really is ridiculous how like. Poe destroying the dreadnought is like he does it easily, like without like, and it's like, oh, he's just too he close. Easily, no, he he's just took out the surface guns. There was <laughs> yeah. no fighter support. It makes sense. No, I don't like his weird Tokyo drift rocket booster. I don't get that. You can't do that. You can't do that in Star Wars Squadrons. It's not. I, it's I hard. Don't, I don't. <laughs> it's really hard. I don't understand how like you know it's hard. It's like oh, we got to destroy the dreadnought, and then Poe's like oh, I just get really in close to their blaster, and I can take. You get on. no. Really... He got. He was getting under the shields to destroy the blaster, so the bombers could come by. Why couldn't the blaster shoot him? There's fifty of them. If you're that, if you're moving fast enough, if you play Star Wars Squadrons, you will understand. Yeah, you it. remember in uh, A New Hope when they're like, our surface cannons can't get to them. We'll have to take them down ship to ship. See, simple fighters. Remember they that? Even call, you're they too even... negative on this movie, Alex. Nah, man, I'm not too negative no, on this the movie. movie's dumb. You've David. been watching too many video essays about how bad it is. <laughs> That's it's not actually true. good. I've seen the last Jedi like five times. I've seen it like five. I've seen it three times myself. But um, okay, fine, Dave. I'll give you the benefit on that part. Also, how do the bombs defy gravity? Oh, uh, they don't. They have they artificial don't. gravity in there. And then they get shot out and they keep and the moving. The they keep moving because there's no air resistance. I thought they just like got like. She go. pushed a they button go, to yeah. do it. To they let go. The, the artificial I mean, gravity. Okay, fine, fine. Like, they just on, need roll, one push and on. they keep going. I, that forever. was a question I had from the jump anyway. You ever heard, you, have you ever heard Newton's laws, Alex? No, actually. If you push an anvil in space, it pushes back. It keeps going forever. That's fair. All right. I take it back. But the scene is dumb, and then we get <laughs> no, two, it's not. And then we get the even dumber scenes, and then an even dumber subplot, and the what? ruining of Finn as a character. All right, I, okay, I agree with that. This movie right, so totally <laughs> messed up Finn. They escape through hyperspace. Great, they got away. But wait, hyperspace tracking. Oh, first order. I hate back. that too. How'd they do that? They hyperspace track in the okay. first freaking movie. I mean, they did it. I mean, it's a new technology. I, get, I, mean, I have no problem with hyperspace yeah, it, tracking. No, no, it's not, it's not a new technology. They did it in the first Star Wars. That's did they do it? Ho- well, based on Rogue They had a tracking Hope. device on the ship. They didn't... Oh. Wait, what was the tracking device on? They put... While while the Millennium Falcon was sitting in the Death Star hangar oh, for eight that. hours. No, <laughs> no, he, no, Jack, he's talking about, like... Are you talking about from Rogue One to A New Hope? No. Oh. I thought, I'm talking about A New Hope where they, like, they followed us through space. Wait, she what, said, what? they're tracking us. Yes, Lightspeed tracking. Back to Yavin. No, because no, literally dark, dark, they, dark Lightspeed tracking is you see someone jipe to Lightspeed Dude, and you're like, Dude, one of the stormtroopers says was the tracker placed on their ship. I don't remember. I don't remember every line like all of you. <laughs> I, I forgot what day my birthday was on for like a year and a half. <laughs> so great. Okay. First Order's back. And then you get a really cool... Scene uh, where the first order like really comes after him, right? Yeah. Is this when that happened? And they blow up the hangar, and, they, and yeah. Kylo Ren has the chance to blow up Leia, and then, and then he, he does he, it. Then he doesn't, which I think is a really good scene. Yeah, I do I like, I like that. that. I like that scene. But that he, he real, what I really like about it is that it happens anyway. Like his wingman do it anyway. Yeah. So like he realizes like, oh, I'm, I'm so far gone into this evil stuff that even if I make a personal decision. There's going to be consequences. Yep. So I like that. I and so. I thought that was, I mean, spoilers, obviously, Leia comes back and stays back. But I thought that was a perfect place for Leia to die. Is Kylo, is Kylo realizing 
hey, I'm I'm really in the stuff with this dark side stuff. Too, and, I, and and even though I made the personal decision to, it's it's not coming down to what I think yeah. anymore. Can I can I talk about? Go that ahead, for a Chris. Second? I'm I'm over. That's so I was immediate immediately from the jump. I was like, I got I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> roll credits, but um, that that sold it for me. I was like, okay, this movie sucks because <laughs> Princess Leia dies. By the way, gets absolutely bombarded, destroyed, and sent out into the vacuum of space. And she's not out there for, like, two seconds. She's out there for, like, five or ten minutes. Whoa, no, no, not and then, that long. No, okay, she's out there for, like, oh, she's in the vacuum of space. For, like, she's two minutes. She's a Jedi. Seconds. No. It's like it's like Guardians of the David, Galaxy, bro. Let me finish. <laughs> There's a raccoon. What I don't like about <laughs> it is that she, like, the the way it looks and the way it presented it's presented is the dumbest thing ever. Okay, yeah. I agree with she's that. She's floating yeah. through space, and then she does, she just, like, opens her eyes like she's a dinosaur in Jurassic Park, like <laughs> sensing someone. Clever she, girl. Mary Poppins like floats to the door, and she's like, she's just perfectly <laughs> stagnant the whole time through all the wreckage. And everyone's like, "How's she doing that? She's dead. She is dead." But Chris, the rest of the movie is. I think you failed to consider that as she uh, comes to the to the air airlock door, there's a projection of Snoke's flagship, and her body cuts through the projection of the ship through Hold the maneuver. through the starboard wing. And Whoa! I just don't, don't know if you, con- if you considered that uh, that dynamic piece of filmmaking from Ryan Johnson. <laughs> that was when you criticized this great film. I just Star Wars is goofy, and it should be goofy because it's literally about knights in space That's and true. stuff. But that that was way too much. Yeah. that was dumb. And it that also it also like 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 what's the danger of any Jedi falling in sp- like getting in space? Like what's what's the danger? Like Plo Koon did it in the Clone Wars, well, but yeah, he's but- got like a respirator on his head. That so <laughs> he does. That's true. actually that's a good point though. But I just don't like if that's the point. Then what is the danger if you're a Jedi to even bother? They have midichlorians, Alex. Like no, but like <laughs> I'm not going to defend everything about this movie. I have issues and with honestly, it, but I overall Chris, I like I it. I think in a better made movie they would have killed her then. No, 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 no. The fact that yes, Luke, that's too early to no, kill her. The, fa- the first fifteen no, 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 minutes. But, 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 hold up, hold up. But the There's fact stakes. No, but look. Okay, you're making a new trilogy with new characters, right? You need these new characters to take hold, so you kill off the old to allow the new to be the new guys. And I think they would have done that if they didn't also realize, oh wait, he's going to kill Luke too. That's why. That's the only reason why they wanted to have somebody in the in the in the uh, ninth one. That's the only reason I think. Yeah, uh, which I think is a flaw because you should, if the characters fit to kill the story, kill them. But why they do it like that? Why couldn't she have just sort of gotten out at the last second and then someone else? I'm not. I think they should have done that. I think it did look stupid. But at least, at least showed that she had force powers. No, but it, I was it, more it, upset that Akbar died than the fact that Leia was gonna maybe not be. But okay. then his son takes over. No, no, what? Admiral Akbar's son is the one, the 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 Mon Calamari in the next movie. Did you know the ship they're on is called the Radis, okay. named after General Radis from Rogue One? Ah, Great. very nice, awesome very nice. trivia. Good movie. Man. It's I, this, I just uh, decided. Um, all right, what happens next? Raise on, raise on Luke's Boom. Yeezy Island. Oh my! The one that looks like a sneaker. Yeah, that's a I don't fight with though. laser this, swords. This, up until this point of the Weird. movie, like, looks like I, a I recalled the the con, the complaint that it was like just to subvert expectations. But honestly, Luke throwing the lightsaber is just to subvert. Ridiculous. It's yeah. just because people were building up what he was going to say, and now it's like, oh wait, what if he doesn't say anything and well, he throws it behind his head? What if that's I all I it is. Decided to instead. Throw this laser sword. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm coming to the defense of Last Jedi right now. Y'all really making me do it. Davis, devil's I think, advocate. Here, <laughs> I'll be devil, devil's advocate here for a minute. I think you like I, I'm, a, I'm being like a poly-sci major. 
<laughs> That's the only reason I think you really like it. What? Because The Rise of Skywalker is so awful. You don't see even this movie. I liked this now. before I saw The Rise of Skywalker. I gotta talk. About listen, listen, listen. First. So look, here's the thing. I like to watch movies that are serious a lot of the times. Person, this is this might and sound this weird to start serious? out with. No, but I like I like the arc that they gave Luke. That he's not the perfect character. Because no, look, you can say you can thing. say in the original trilogy that he's a Gary. St- <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Can, can a, you can say that. Yes, you can. Can I say? Uh, can I he can say suddenly fly. He can suddenly fly an X-wing without. <laughs> <laughs> he can suddenly. Davis has lost. He the can fly an X-wing without ever having. All he did was shoot womp rats. He can fly an X-wing now. I mean, he talks about how he messed around with speeders the entire time. That's not the X-wings and speeders on the same thing. But I'm not going to say he is, but you can. I used to bullseye womp rats on my T16 back home. They're no much bigger than six reference. meters. <laughs> well, that's says, what he says in the movie. What was that? Hey man, he pulls him aside. And he goes, "What was that?" <laughs> All right, and then Ray and Luke hang out. I mean, I get it. It's like it's like a samurai movie. It's like the old wise guy, and it's yeah, bad. it's not bad. I don't I like no I don't like Luke's the whale arc, really. people. I, that made me think. I thought Luke was there alone, but there's whale people also. Yeah. Can can I give a, a short comment, Davis? I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kind of support you a little bit here. Hindsight is 2020, right? The the thing about The Last Jedi is all the ideas were good. Yes. But the way he handled it, it was like he went 0 for 10. Yeah. They were I'd all say, done I, awfully. Look, I'd say maybe 3 for 10. I li- Okay, no. I like Kylo's he, he art, but not like Luke's. I'll give you 1 for 10. I like the dynamic between Rey and Kylo. And he, the yeah, yeah, I like Kylo that. Kylo is the best part of the sequel trilogy, and that's he, not really saying anything. But. Ryan Johnson completely fumbled the bag on Finn. Yep. I'd say on... I guess Lay, you could say on Poe, 100%. Yep, yep, yep. On Holdo. Yep. yep. Snoke. Mm, okay, the the Snoke, Snoke fight scene. Snoke being turned into a means for Kylo's arc, I like. I it's like actually the it's, Emperor. It's a mean. Because uh, I think it's. <laughs> okay, that is a subvert, but that's an okay subvert because naturally, Snoke and Kylo is leaning into the O. The Vader is led by this guy, Emperor. There's always one guy in charge of the big brute, but this switching it around to where Kylo is the big bad for the final movie, I'm fine with that. No, but he's just a Palpatine clone. You find no, out later that, on. That which, that makes it worse. Which ruins it. That no, I know, I know. It's also like, why is it not Palpatine if it's a clone of him? Question mark. Eat your yeah. popcorn. <laughs> <I don't>, idiot. <laughs> eat the popcorn. And why didn't but, Why didn't the Emperor know about the dyad, huh? Yeah, that. Yeah, I. I don't know. I don't one. know, man. It, yeah, yes, and. Let's stay with the last Jedi yeah, for a yeah. second. So, just Just a bit before we get into the even worse movie. Basically, after. yeah. I, I, I'll shut up for a little bit, but I just want to say that the the reason I don't really like this movie is that the main plot of it is just this weird situation where you have the Resistance ships just in sublight, barely outrunning. Yeah. The, like I that uh, plot that that setting does not sit well with me because, in in my mind I I think why doesn't the first order just hyperspace around to the front of them and blow them up right now? That's a good point. And, and I also, like it 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 feels like I'm watching like Master and Commander. Like I feel like like wh- we're in maybe. space. This is like a this is like a 1775 problem. Not oh, I guess it was a long time ago. Whatever. Yeah. But like <laughs> it feels like very not like very like. Fanficy, like it, it doesn't seem like like this is the Empire Strikes Back with infinite budget, the greatest film to ever be, heir apparent, and you're you're yeah. like you're like chasing each other around. I also thought that outrunning the thing didn't make any sense because, like, think about if a car goes 35 miles an hour and a car goes 40. They're not going to be consistently far apart. One, the faster one is going to be gradually gaining. Instead, in this, they're just perfectly apart. Yeah, but the it's entire big. time. I- <laughs> 
thank, thank They're in yeah. space, Alex. Yeah, I, no, I, I fixed my mic. Davis took about 16 years to fix the mic. It's going to break again. I did not tie it on very sc- tight. Screw it in more. Thank you. I didn't realize how screws work, good. Alex. It is a good film. Um, but, yeah, Jack, I, I, I agree. I think it really is an odd setting, and I think... Yeah, it's just I, I just don't like that. It, part. it puts a bad taste in my mouth for the for anything that happens in that setting yeah. instantly becomes a little like eh, I agree. Like, I don't, let's I don't, let's move away from this. I don't hate it though because again with what Ryan Johnson's trying to do is he was trying to change the Star Wars movie dynamic because they always kind of fit like the, I mean it's by the same guy that made Indiana Jones. You know they they go all over the place. They do adventures here and yep. there. But he tried to kind of like narrow it down, which was kind of cool. But then. That's one of the. That's one of his bricks. He and went, then, and then he, he went one for ten. If he look, look he look. immediately squanders that by. I mean, I don't even uh, want to talk about the casino. We're, I think, no, we're going no, that's to. the one we're I hate. Canto by. Okay, yeah, that's the one thing I hate. About. It's not even worth talking about. But I, I really don't want to. The, we have the, to. The, I say, no, we like, can skip no it. Point. We all hate okay. it. We all collectively hate Canto by. The crux of it is, is that Rose and Finn are able to just leave the ship for for whatever amount of time and come back with no. Like the the only obstacle to that is internal. It's Holdo not finding out, and you have Leia's yeah. kid be like, "What was that?" And it was nothing. Um, so you have that, but like, so it, it, like, why didn't they just shuttle everybody off two at a time? Whatever. Like it immediately, like it, it sets something up, and it immediately trips on it, which it, it 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 indicates like a lack of care to me. Yeah, and I think the the casino scene is just it's just pointless. I don't really like it. I don't have much like I think people. Miss uh, construed by hating Rose so much because of the casino scene, just because she's the focus of that sort of. The casino. I don't think Rose is so bad until maybe a bit later on. Uh, on I mean, crate. But Rose, I think like the 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 whole the 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 ham fistedness of like the no good guys, no bad guys, yeah. and the yeah. people getting rich off the war. Like, like that's it's it's a little too heavy handed. I like yeah, I like the theme. But it's I mean, it's heavy. a good like it's a good thing to bring up in Star Wars. Yeah. That there's yeah, there's yeah. neutral neutral parties making money off the war. If it's a good angle, you haven't you haven't looked at before. But like the way they like make a really complicated problem to mm-hmm. present to you, and also like spoon feed it to you when yeah. when Benicio's like good guys. Yeah, bad guys. I He's trying to make money. I don't think that's necessarily terrible. Like, it's a good I like, point to I bring like up. Benicio del Toro's role. I actually like him in that movie. He, He's he awesome. Was, He's good. He was just cool. about everything. It, it, it's kind. Of, it's kind of dumb that he, he just happened to be somebody who can also do this thing that only two people in the entire the galaxy force. apparently can do. But um, the force world. But my my main beef with Canto Bite is that it, it was like ab- it was absolutely an afterthought. They yeah. made this movie center around Ray and Kyla's dynamic, which was still. F- a bag that was partially fumbled, but they were like, "Okay, what's Finn gonna do?" Uh, they're like, "Oh, he should have an adventure with Poe," and they're like, "Okay, but Poe has what? to stay. Let's invent another character." Rose, and also she's the, the new worst. Lando. She's, she's the worst in that movie. I'm sorry. Like, I in hindsight, I Rose deserved a lot more. She, it's not bad to introduce her as a character. It's then like what they did with her. They tried to throw in this like. I don't know. Weird message, morality. I guess, about morality. Yeah. yeah. Canto bite like, oh, the rich people and are like, making money off saving of the things you love. And then Rose is like, I'm going to save the horses. I'm going to be good at everything here on the planet. And then I'm going to be in the next movie for 60 seconds. Yeah. Why not, you know, like, why not, you know, forget Rose and just have Finn go on that journey by himself and have his own journey of like self discovery. Like, say Finn yeah. goes. Wow. Say, like, no, like. Things aren't black and no, like, white after say, all. Say, say Finn goes, right? And Finn goes there and he's, you know, an escape stormtrooper and he decides he actually would rather stay on that place because of how much he likes the casino. And he was trying to run I think away. You stole exactly. this from a video essay. And, no, Alex. no, I didn't actually. And then <laughs> I definitely didn't. 
Um, and I've then, heard this exact plot change to this movie. Which means uh, he's I, right. I definitely didn't see this. And then say Finn, like you know, sees through like the uh, like what is it? What's the like the curtain behind the curtain of the casino? The veneer. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. I, I guess that <laughs> no. Um, That's but like even that would have been just. <laughs> Just We're over three and a half. Literally creating this character just to have a moral compass. Because that's what she is. She's literally created to be the moral compass of a character. When I'm like, why not just have him find his own? Where's Ray? But that, it's better, it, that is a bit better than his uh, Rise of Skywalker role of just yelling Ray 50 times. But, Ray, I have right. a secret to tell you. So they're back with the fleet inexplicably. Yeah. Um, Ray gets dropped off in a weird coffin and sucked into the Snoke ship after the Force Cave incident, which eh, is weird. It's like Harry Potter. Um, I thought it was kind. I thought it was kind of cool. I thought Visually. it was like the scene in Harry Potter when he walks up to that mirror and sees, sees his, his parents. parents <laughs> things he want most. So yeah, there's like a weird. Oh, like, yeah, no, I, th- I think it's what it's supposed to mirror. It's like a weird, gross hole that was supposed to be the dark side. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess. Like, like you do hole. you, Ryan. <laughs> um, the Ninja Turtles are. Down I mean, uh, you get some cool Luke stuff. You yeah. get some like uh, I've only seen this power once before. I mean, she, he's like scared of her at this yeah. point, which adds to Luke character a lot. Um, but now we're all back for the uh, for the final act uh, on the fleet. So Ray's Ray's with Kylo, and you have the the mutiny going on onside the Radis. Yeah, I gotta say, why why wouldn't Haldo just say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing"? Would because she really doesn't a, know because she can trust this guy. Worst, she's one of the worst support characters. Davis, it's called manufactured drama. How do you know? So you get put into the position of power, and this oh. guy's been insubordinate. How do you know you can trust him? Oh, I don't know. All of a sudden, you can trust him. He's been loyal to the resistance for the he entire time. He formed a mutiny. What's he gonna do? Stage a mutiny? He's one of the most trusted commanders in the entire. But then Leia goes like, "You are demoted because you have not been listening to me." Literally, so you all of a sudden go, "Yeah, I'm gonna tell my plan to this guy." She is it's a secret plan because they needed to create another antagonist for more manufactured drama. It's a drama. secret plan. It's secret for a reason. Why is it secret? Because it's secret. She's Why is it secret, Davis? Because she's the it? only one that needed to die in the hold-up maneuver. Okay. First of all, I think they he should... said just, the word. I, think I should, said well, it. I, at this point, why create a new character? Why not just make Akbar the guy that does it? I mean... Because he, he's dead, Alex. No, but I mean, like, like, legitimately, though, people liked the character. He didn't have much to do in Return of the Jedi. Just had him do it. Like, that just adds a bit more emotion Why does anyone it. have to do it? Ships fly themselves all the time. Also true. But like legit, if you're gonna use a character, why? Like the scene is why not do a droid? That's the problem. Is this as a middle movie creates two oh, brand new characters to get a lot of screen time for no reason? Not a problem. They had to make new characters. Not a problem in theory. New character. Lando Calrissian, new character, yeah, yeah, a lot again, of screen not, time. Not He's bad. cool. New characters are not bad, but the way it's handled. Lobot. New character. One of the bags. The Emperor that were fumbled. One of the bags that were fumbled. He's throwing bricks up the whole game. <laughs> He, he's a well, look. I, he, sports show I'll again. count the things he, he did good with Kylo and Ray. Yeah, I think he did good with Luke personally. Yeah, fine. I like that arc. Yeah, he did okay. I agree. I bank, also think bank shot. I also think people that say, "Oh, it ruined the greatest hero in the history of cinema," and Luke Skywalker is kind of stupid because people forget yeah. Luke was not Indiana that great Jones. the first two, and then in the third <laughs> movie he leans into the dark side. He's not a, that great of a hero. That was Luke and Kylo the, fight scene. That was just people being super childish in the yeah, exactly. I think that was one of my biggest issues coming out of the movie was that people were that angry about that, which I thought was fine. But sorry, oh, you lost your thought. That's it. That's no, it, it looked the movie looks good. That's okay. your that's cinematography. Not, that's, not a that's a given. That's it's a, the movie looks. It no, no, this like this movie. one has some great cinematography. Every frame yes. is a painting too. Every frame is a painting, Chris. <laughs> Every so so far, I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with four right now. That's all I have. And the little cute foxes and porgs. Five. Oh, weird. No, now you're, <laughs> stretching. you're selling plushies over there. Yoda's over. The, Yoda's the in it. Oh, okay, let's that's get to where Yoda. The Transformers are made. Mm. 
Feasters. They were not. Okay, that's all we have to say about Yoda. I thought he he looked good. He sounded he good. good. I mean, everything I like he said, Yoda's everything he said, except for the page turners, was cool. Like he sounded like he was back to Empire Strikes Back. Yoda. Random, you have. Which that thing, I think people were like, why is he like Yoda from the prequels? And people forget Yoda in Empire Strikes. Yoda the prequels was, was bad. Yeah, <laughs> Yaddle was there. Yeah, that's true. He was. Um, so and- I mean, now you have a, a classic Star Wars triple fight scene with uh, Which sucks with with Holdo, <laughs> and then you have. <laughs> You just have I don't know like I'm thinking of the you, I'm thinking you, about the throne room. You, yeah, I mean that that's that one of them. Suck. It's like I mean <laughs> that I scene is like it's like really canned dialogue. It's like really corny when Snoke's yeah. like he uh, turns he's about to do it and hits his true enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is very it's very cheesy. It's like very heavy handed <gasps> like I can wait just cut in half. He's talking about himself. Whoa. So my head canon is, is that when they were fighting over the lightsaber uh with the force and it cracked. That's what caused the Holdo maneuver, and the ship disintegrated on impact. So that's what actually did the Holdo maneuver was the lightsaber cracking in half. Don't deny it. Um, I'm, I'm cool with that head cannon. I'm I'll cool just with say that. the Holdo maneuver stupidly. And then, that, and then so. Ray, it looks good. Picks up the pieces of the lightsaber before leaving because they can't commit to anything. <laughs> they want. They're gonna hang Your it up on the wall. Or nothing. <laughs> No, I like I no, I like that. I really I like, like that, that from this that's movie. That's good, but then Five. they ruin it. That's they true. That's that true. is not Ryan okay, Johnson's fault. This, guys, is it fair for us to say Davis is on the supporter side? We maybe dislike Glass Jedi more because the follow up to it is no. ruins a lot of. Y'all watch too many I, video I, essays. Every movie that come out in the in the in the sequels made the previous movie or movies worse by a lot, like <laughs> a deg- like an order of magnitude, like times <laughs> ten, and then the other one made it. The Last Jedi ten times worse, which then made Force Awakens a hundred times worse. That's I, true. I hated the Last Jedi from the jump. Like okay. after I walked out That's of the fair. Theater, I was You're like, OG sucks. Last Jedi hater. I'm That's OG. Fair. I, I, I was one of those it. guys. I respect this movie it. sucks. This movie is I horrible. personally liked Finn actually beating Phasma. I thought I was like, all right, that's yeah, good. but like, okay. it was blown away. For the away second the, time. Why? Why was Phasma? That's another bad trash compactors. She could have been okay, look, so look, look. cool. She could have been like She's the just Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. That's all. No, but Boba Fett wasn't cool. No, Boba Fett was cool, but he just he just looked cool, and he did cool bounty hunter. No he, disintegration. He didn't do anything. Phasma Boba Fett, have, where? Phasma should have more of a character. I, she just like showed up to be like, I, Finn, what are you doing here? And then he killed her if, twice. If that criticism will be levied, the same criticism needs to be thrown at the original trilogy, because Boba Fett is not, he does nothing in the whole trilogy, and then uh, he finds, kills him. He finds... He goes to Bespin, right? The Luke, when they yeah. that's true. float he away fi- with the garbage. He finds him. He's he the best him. bounty hunter in the galaxy. That's, he just doesn't okay. have a lot of screen He learned from Django. He doesn't do much in that one. But, but what yeah. he does with the screen time, like... Granted, in hindsight, Boba Fett like doesn't he doesn't really get do killed much. twice. He gets implied to have done stuff behind the scenes. Like he goes to he goes to the Cloud City, and he's the one that finds him. And he gets you know, told he, he, no disintegrations by the guy that like kills people for fun. And he was like, with Jabba, that's a good point. He goes back to Jabba the Hutt with him, so it's implied that he does stuff with Phasma. It's not that's even like fair. she's she's not even implied to do anything. She just shows up to go like this she's, guy. She just shows up and looks cool, and that's yeah. like, yeah, okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. That's this fair. guy. How many that's times? Fair. All right, all right, all right. All right. We're on crate. Man. We're on crate. Fight um, scene's awesome. I'll say yeah, it's I like thought, Hoth but reverse. I, Got I thought, it. I, yeah, I thought the fight scene was cool. I thought the uh, big ATATs and the midget ones as well was. They cool. have like knuckles. They're like yeah, gorillas. Yeah, it's so cool. They, they, so they actually they can't wrap. All right, like miniaturized Death Star tech that'll crack um, the door like an egg. Oh, I hate that. Fine, I don't I like. That. I hate that. I get Rose it. is like, no, we can't have you destroy this part of the First Order because love. 
Yeah, that was very so heavy popcorn. Have, stupid. Let Which, him have if, his sacrifice. Yeah, if he had died, that would have been If that's the I would be fine with Rose doing that. If maybe Rose had gotten some knowledge that like, oh, that's not going to work. I'll save him because he doesn't know that. Because otherwise he's just doesn't. killing himself for nothing. Exactly. But like she just has a feeling that maybe that might not work, which I thought it was going to work. Like I was like, okay, Finn's gone. Like, okay, you're taking some real risk, Ryan. I like it. The setup was super Yeah, I, I personally like, I'm like, all right. This movie has so many gotcha moments. Yep. It's like knives. It's like knives, it's like knives out. Than that. Wait, he's not the killer. <laughs> I'm in- <laughs> I'm in the theater and Finn is writing up to him. I'm like, okay, this is this perfect. is it. This he's is gonna, awesome. He's gonna leave. But he's now like, he's actually fighting he left the, the first order exactly. and now he's about to take him down. Exactly. And then I, and then and then she does it and it's like, oh, of course they. Oh, she has you to had kiss a reason him. to do that, right? Because they were they were they together. Were, they, they, had, they had a, they had an arc. They we love each other. It's not about no destroying things you hate. It's about it's about saving things you love. They had three movies about their romance. I don't care. The biggest bag they fumbled with Finn is that he had three separate love interests each movie. He had three love interests. The that biggest bag that they fumbled with Finn is that they like <laughs> set him up to be the main character in the first twenty minutes of the first movie, and then the rest of the trilogy they're like, "What do we do with this guy?" The, re- the rest of the trilogy, he just decides to yell the name of the real main character, Ray. That's his entire. All right, Luke shows up. It's cool. pretty. Cool. Love that scene. scene. Cool. They the shoot off, they, all the really guns, cool. fire on that man. That's cool. And he's like, "More." That's great. More. More. That's awesome. And, and then, then he, he, he brushes it off. I don't. That's, that's weird. Dumb. That's like a. That's like he's toying with. He them. saw a Broadway musical once. <laughs> like he watched West Side Story. He saw Newsies and was really into it. Um, <laughs> the Spider Man behind the web. I need photos. <laughs> so, Jeez. and then he comes down and they like face off and that's cool and like that's the I am your father moment is when we figure out he's just a force projection. That was cool. That's See you awesome. around, kid. It was, like it, was a little, it was a little, like, heavy to the point where, like, you know, his feet slide and then Kylo's feet slide, like, three more times just to make sure we know that Luke's feet are not making any prints. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I kind of got it. Yeah, but yeah. believe it or not, cool. people didn't really catch – some people yeah. that I talked to didn't catch on to that, which I thought it was oh, he has, super he obvious. Has four, I guess I was it's just, salt. in the moment, very first time, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Luke versus Kylo. This is so hype. I wasn't necessarily looking for it, but afterwards i was like okay it's... i do feel like it was kind of deus ex mach you know they were like follow the animals they know the way out it's like a <laughs> that, you know, that, that, that is the definition <laughs> of a day you gotta sing to the animals like Snow white Dude, that was that, that was, was absolutely a deus ex machina by the oh of course they know the way out so and then, then ray lifts the rocks then the, she knows where they're at the 14 people left yeah all pile on dominic monahan's there no, and not. then Ray and Poe meet each other for the first time at the end of the second movie, and it they're, almost they're sets up friends. a romantic interest there. Like, there's no Poe and some, Finn. I've been rooting no, for them like, since there's, the there's first like, movie. There's kind of some awkwardness, and then Ray literally looks at Finn, who's looking at Rose. Like, it's kind of setting that up. Which honestly, in the few scenes that Ray and Poe have, which is mainly in Rice Car, I kind of liked it. Like, I thought they were good. I thought they had good chemistry. The main trio had chemistry. They just it felt more it's main. They, they oh, hardly ever interacted with each exactly. other. Exactly. Oscar Isaac's good, bro. Oscar Isaac's a fantastic actor. Oscar Isaac is great. They're all great. I wish yeah. they got to hang out more. Yep. All right. Speaking of that, y'all this move on to the Rise over. of Skywalker. I, I this movie ends. And now with, we're in the ninth. I do want to say one this, thing before we get to the ninth. This movie circle. ends with twenty people on the Millennium Falcon. I just want you to remember that because <laughs> Ryan Johnson's like, here you go, fix it. <laughs> And then Twenty guys, start. take that, save the save the galaxy. If <laughs> if they had given Ryan Johnson, allies in the outer rim, and that was a great payoff. Look, if they had given Ryan Johnson like Solo or Rogue One or a different anthology movie, like one, a one-off movie, I think he would have knocked oh, out of the gee, park. He'd do great with like the Knights of the Old Republic, or I even if, Ryan, even if they gave him the whole trilogy, which let's they did be not. Clear, though, I think 
the time you do something different with Star Wars is not during the yeah, main I agree. sequel trilogy. I think, I, think, I think Lucasfilm saying, let's get three movies with three different directors and different writers is absolutely, absolutely stupid. I know y'all are talking about the spinoffs next week, but yeah. they did something different in Rogue One. They highlighted the war in Star Wars. Yep. It's one of my And it, br- it gives it a gray movies. area. Solo exactly. was kind of like... Solo was like a super fun action romp. That it was like was a, it was like it was a western. Yeah, it was, like it was a western. western. Like the stakes were never more than life or death. And then it was like what, we either blow up, what else or nothing happens. What else am I missing? <laughs> uh, Solo, Rogue that, One. That's the only that's two. Those two, they did something different. They Mandalorian. Were yep. Yeah, Ma- Mandalorian. Another example. I personally never seen the show. I don't have Disney Plus, but it's I've heard a lot good. of good things. It's and also you're not one of the 95 million subscribers, Chris. How could you? I'm not selling my soul to the mouse. <laughs> I have. Cancel Disney Plus. I'm gonna get Disney Plus tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> anyway, um, but so that's when you do something different. Yeah, I agree. All right, and then the trilogy ends. Yep. Yeah. No and more. Yep. Over, Rise of Skywalker does no not exist. Movie. And then the Rise of Skywalker happens, and oh my, oh my god! All talk right. about retcon. Did They're you guys? Like, all right, forget all things. Talk a little <laughs> bit. Of, Kylo destroys right. his helmet in the in Last Jedi, and then literally his first scene is to rebuild the helmet. A like monkey. A monkey rebuild. He does it. rebuild it. That's right. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, before we move on from the last Jedi, the one scene that I I cannot stand is when they first get onto the dang Snoke ship and the ship lands and it's like it's an iron. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, oh, iron it's, iron guy, it's like some pleated pair of pants. Like that's from Robot Chicken. Like <laughs> it's a virtual expectations, that's like if, Jack. If, if like Luke like. Oh Luke, my like, God. Luke breaks through the window in Cloud City, and the next scene's like him folding a shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, Rise of Skywalker. This movie starts uh, with a really kinetic. Oh, before we start, uh, it's like a Guy Ritchie movie. Trailers. <laughs> Did you guys watch the trailer for this movie? Yeah. Yes. With Palpatine laughs, and then at Star, <laughs> a Star Wars. He showed up in Fortnite. Star- <laughs> Fortnite is canonical. And Star Wars. That's where they. That's where they released. And then Star Wars Celebration comes out, and they they play the trailer, and then Ian McDermott comes out on stage, and he's like, "Roll it again." That was <laughs> that, awesome. That was really. I was like, cool. "Okay, the movie's gonna be good." And no. not to mention, but Whoa. then it gets a little concerning when you learn that the Palpatine in the poster is actually an action action figure. It's not actually Ian McDermott in makeup. It's an action figure. Like, is that true? That's what my brother told me. Real? I'm gonna Google it again just to check. It. You talk, I but got that's it. what J- my brother Jackson, who, who really hates this movie, told me that. And I'm like, there's no. But when you look at it, it kind of looks weird. It looks really weird if you look at it. All right, but so everyone this, should hate the movie, movie. starts uh, in in the time that's passed between movies. Oh, uh, everyone figured out hyperspace tracking and jumping, and now you can. Oh yeah. You can buy it for nine dollars and put it on makes TIE no Fighter. sense because if you can jump through ships and cause damage, then how can you jump through a planet and not like you know? Where's the risk? Without charting it, you know? It's a Hot Toys figure. Oh! <laughs> Great. No! Don't worry about it, idiot. Glad they spent the budget. Eat your popcorn. Eat your popcorn, idiot. Enjoy this movie. They like, I don't know, like... Why am I, like, my movie? I think it's just... It's Poe and... And what's the alien? Clog? <laughs> Is it Charles? Charles. Claude? What's Claude? <laughs> the big, it's the big one. Hamill. The big one, and no, then that's a different, who else a different is guy. there? Like, there's that weird, like, it's the enforcer it, class from Battlefront. Two. They're the weird, that's, like, New Jersey not, alien who's not like, the, not the slug guy. He's like, how can we repay you? And he's like, Window Wall. <laughs> that's Mark Hamill. That's Mark Hamill. <laughs> oh my god! Sounds like it's from Boston. Yeah, and then, like, like, just the first order just finds them there with no explanation. Offer they just know where they are, and then they just light speed jump and get Shut away. Up. Eat your eat your movie. <laughs> I know. Watch <laughs> your popcorn. So like that's like it's a bunch of wor- it's like it, it it's bombarding you from the yeah. start. It's like a like a feast for the eyes, visuals. Like it feels like 
in the Sith Wayfinder. And it's going all over Which the place. Fun fact. The yeah, yeah. The first scene is... Then yeah. he just plugs into his ship? Go to this planet. He's on Mustafar. That's yeah, what J.J. Yeah. Abrams said. Mustafar, yeah. That was cool. Yo, you want right. to hear a fun fact? Mustafar has trees now. J.J. Abrams... trees now. Don't question it. Eat your popcorn. They have trees now. JJ, There's trees now? J.J. Abrams was going to have Claude as the second main character, and then they made him change it. Whoever made that decision should be fired. <laughs> I like Claude. He's good. He's like, he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's really cool. I thought uh, Exegol, even though it's weird, it's like Did a, you seizures. It's like a big trapezoid. Not to mention. There's an I, elevator. And like, they had the, It's oh, like a MacGuffin. Like he has to find this certain triangle that like. Takes them to this certain place. He has to fly through this certain like wormhole thing. But no, then, I got an issue with that. But then no, but then the entire resistance fleet's like, here it is. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. No, why do they need that? Follow why? that ship. <laughs> so exactly. they oh. got the knife to find the wayfinder, but the guy that has the knife knows where the wayfinder is. He already knows no, he knows how to get to the planet. So why does he need a knife to find the wayfinder? Where's one eye Willie's treasure buried? <laughs> so stupid! Why not? Can't anyone just stumble across this planet? Like, no. Like, no, no, you have to go through it. the maw, the vortex. They, nobody goes. How does what's it? Else get through it? They're always like, "What's inside that vortex?" <laughs> nobody ever does that. Wait, nobody's uh, like, "Let's go through that." I think Star Trek: Deep Space Nine did that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this movie so, hate this much. Movie so much. We were in the theaters. I saw this with Alex and two of our other friends, and she went, "Spoiler alert." You're a Palpatine. I bust out <laughs> laughing. I was like crying, laughing in the theater. Everybody was like, "What?" I was watching this movie with my friend Patrick and my brother Andre. Shout out to Andre. Shout out to Andre. Patrick, Pat, poor Patrick, bless his heart, man. He had not seen The Last Jedi, so we watched it on Netflix and then immediately went and watched The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> so he got hit with the two the two punch combo watching this movie. All right. But Rise of Skywalker. I can barely awful. keep track of this plot, so I'm gonna just we'll do a synopsis a little bit. That's fair. Um, he reveals the final order. Dumb. The we, final okay. order. I love how Palpatine is like, you know, he get, okay, so Palpatine dies in Return of the Jedi. Vader just lifts him up and tosses him. It's fair. It's fine. And I thought he blew Palpatine up. Palpatine just lifts up a fleet of a million ships with the power of the Force. He is the most powerful Force user ever. Let, let, let Jack do his, do his synopsis because I'm about to go off thinking about the different parts of this movie. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, yeah, so the Sith wait. Then we get, then we cut to the awesome, cool resistance base on Hawaii, which Dumb. is, that's cool. Cool set Except piece. There's, and, like, there's and, all ships and more people. And, and Ray's floating with rocks, and she's like, please be with me. And then she's like, well, my call got disconnected. <laughs> I also dislike that because it's like, you know, we're not wondering what she says, please be with me. She literally then goes to and says, I cannot talk to the uh, all the Jedi. They're not speaking to me. I'm like, okay, you yes. could have left Thank it in you, mystery. Thank you, exposition. It literally is just straight... It's like backyardigans. Exposition, just throwing it right at you. All right, we don't so know that, how, but Palpatine is back. Yeah, so somehow Palpatine has returned uh, is a real line in the movie. It was in Fortnite. <laughs> That's how they popped J.J. out. J.J. Abrams said that the, the build-up to Rise of Skywalker is explained in Fortnite. It is! That's real. Fortnite is Yes, no, you, have, you had to go to Fortnite to s listen to the Palpatine speech. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, Jack, keep so, going. Yeah, this so then, might so, be the worst movie ever. So then Ray reads the books that she stole from the tree. That Yoda set on fire to page turners and figures out that the Sith Wayfinder is the only way they can go to Exegol. But, but they're in a language that she does not read, cannot understand, but she knows that that thing is. One of them was a dictionary. Sure One of them was Rosetta Stone. It's a thesaurus. It's one of my favorite lines ever. All right. <clears throat> so then, so then, um, so they all go to the festival of the kite festival. Right. Cool yeah. scene. I, I, think, I think it's funny, though, because J.J. makes a self-aware joke of like, oh, it's once every 40 years, like, oh, that's convenient, which is literally yeah. all J.J.'s entire gimmick is just things randomly happening at the same time. Well, also, I thought you were going to, yeah. Doesn't it look cool? I mean, 
2019 minus 47 is 1977. So Whoa! When the first movie came out. No, they said 42 years. Oh, uh, whatever the number is. No, but... Do the math. Oh, 2019 actually, minus 42 is 1977. Okay, I like that then. I didn't think about that. Oh, oh, he, he oh, changes his oh, position because you, it adds you got up. JJ. No, 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 okay, no, no. I like, I like that little... Haven't you seen the movie? <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, I like... I'm fine with it being You're clean. Like, I like the number. I just think that it's weird they would make a joke about it because it's... She was like, like it happens every 42 years. Yeah, exactly. The last What's one was name? in 1977. Well, I'm a little... And then... I'm a little slot, All right, so they go... and. It, it's kind of like Indiana Jones. Like, everyone has, like, a cool costume on. They all got, like, scar scarves and staffs. And they're, like, on this desert. And, and they're Lando's talking. there. And he's like, hey. I'm looking for my daughter. Me? I wanted a check. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way. Have you see my daughter? <laughs> Lando Calrissian, general of the rebellion, all this nonsense, leader of Cloud City, goes there with Luke and just stays there. He was looking for his daughter. We were looking for this wayfinder. And he's like, oh, what, did you find it? No, I stayed here. <laughs> I haven't gone searching for the obvious ship that's on a cliff since. The only, and it also, it's only like half a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> they fly now? They fly now. <laughs> yeah, so that the First Order shows up because for the first time we have Kylo... Um, uh, using the the dyad, like I, I can grab an item through the forest, which I think is cool. Yeah, a, set that it, up. That's the one cool thing through all it's the a new things. It's a new thing they've added. Like I get it. Like new stuff is great. Misusing old stuff, bad. So they added a new thing, and he's like, oh, "Look up where this bead came from, Blackie." And he has the Knights of Ren now. By the way, two movies to go, and we finally got it. Yeah, oh, Knights of Ren. They're like, oh, I forgot about that. They were just in the. They were just made to have that cool shot in the trailer where they're like standing in the rain. Okay, yep. here, here's here's a, here's something that I'm not gonna take away from the movie because I literally misheard this in the theater because it's not clear. But the Knights of Ren walk by, and two stormtroopers go like, "That's the Knights of Ren." Yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they do. Yeah, do that. That, that's like an exposition. Like that's bad. But then the other one goes, "Ghouls," like. But I thought he said goals. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like them. Yeah, I wish I was a Knights of Ren. Goals. <laughs> goals AF. Oh, my God. So, yeah, man. then they fly now. Um, Don't ever underestimate a droid. Then they fall into the pit. And then she touches the, the and then And then they do a like, bad joke where Ray ignites the lightsaber the and Poe walks into frame and holds up a flashlight and ignites yeah. it. It's funny. Flap it's funny if you're funny. watching the movie. The best thing ever? Force healing. She healed the snake. She's how a good she person. How do this? She read it in the book. Yeah. Come and on, Alex. Even I know that. Off screen, Alex. Come on. I hate this movie so Turns much. Turns out the they were page turners. <laughs> Protectors of the Galaxy just forgot. They no, just, but the uh, issue the issue is not where did she learn it. It is why did they not teach that to the Jedi when Anakin was a freaking Jedi? Up. Eat your popcorn, Eat your popcorn Davis. Popcorn, <laughs> Whatever. Literally, Anakin's like, you must live. And Mace is like, actually, we have this thing where we can the totally only, save your the life. The only she way you can cool heal Disney people. Princess. The only way you can save people is if you're a Sith, apparently. But Ray's all of a sudden can be like, I'll bring you back from the dead, Ben. It's like they shoved like three movies into one. They could have split this into two movies, that. and what's it still would have been terrible. The, what's the next part? They find the thing. All right, yeah, then they go then, to the snow planet. Then, well, no, no, yeah. no, no, then Chewie no. gets blown up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chewie gets <laughs> blown up. Uh, Ray gets run down by Thomas the Tank Engine. I mean, Ray gets run down first, then Chewie blows up. Yeah. They have this scene that was made only to be in the trailer. Which it's cool. I'll give it that. No, it's not. It's not cool. Okay, so Chewie's dead, and now we got to go to Kajimi because. How does know how to use Force Lightning? Oh, because oh, she's Palpatine. Because she's right. mad. All right, so 
I'm angry. C3PO can't read the dagger because it's in Sith. I think that's fine. Like, I have no problem with that. But of course, they need a dagger to go find a thing to go find another I just went over that, Alex. Skip it. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, like, I, I get it. Everyone's. There's there's real complaints with this movie, and there's people who are like, well, if C3PO was made by Anakin, why can't he read Sith? Like, come on. Yeah, no, that, that, no like, I think that's stupid. You think right? Anakin knows all those languages and he put them in his head? He probably yeah. bought the language chip at the dang I, supermarket. That, that, that I think is a very stupid complaint. I've so, never, like, you gotta, you gotta separate the wheat yeah. from the middle part from the chaff, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, then they go to Kajimi because that's where the master hacker is that Poe knows because then we figure out Poe's exposition. Uh, Poe was of course a spice runner. Which I don't like. I think Kajimi's cool. Like, like, it's like. Dune reference. What? (laughs) That's the spice part. The spice must flow. I like. Kajimi's cool. It's like, it's like occupied. They're like scared. It's like, it's like, it's like a World War II movie. It's what they originally wanted to do with, uh, Coruscant in the, in Ah, Rise of Skywalker. They wanted to make it like the main base of the First Order, but it's, like, under oppression. Great. I like that. But I honestly personally have a problem with just, like, Poe's uh, sketchy past being thrown out of left field because it's not hinted at at all, and then... What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm I just, know what they're thinking. Yeah. What? <laughs> Poe's a... <laughs> Are we allowed to say this? Uh, I, I'm... I'm I, I would say... All right. I mean, we'll cut we can it cut it. Okay. Poe's the only Mexican character in the show, and he's a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, they make it. The, He's Guatemalan, technically, wow. but yeah, the point still stands. I did not know. I did not. Yeah, right. It's it's like. Really? All right, now you know to cut it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Look for that in the waveform. Um, but I did not know that. But like, honestly, no. The issue is that like, literally, like Finn just without prompting says, "I really want to learn about your shady past, Poe." That's never been hinted at at all, and then this happens. And then There's also, like, I have the love of my life, who she always wears a mask. Yeah, because people who wear masks. Even though cool. it's Carrie Russell, it makes no. It makes sense because Carrie Russell's known for her hair. So virtue expectations, Chris. You hear <laughs> Carrie Russell in the catch, like I'm gonna see her flowing locks. Why do you think somebody, the back of her helmet's so big? I saw, her hair's there. I saw somebody say the only reason they did that is because Disney did not want any other female character on screen except Ray, which is not at all the reason. But that's just kind of funny because some people actually uh-huh. believe that. Uh-huh. 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 All right, so my I'm, oldest friend. We gotta speed up because there's yeah. so much I want to talk about. I can't. Uh, we're going to keep going. All right. Uh, well, then she gives him the cat. Oh, yeah. C-3PO's mind gets wiped, and now C-3PO's dead, too, effectively. So we got two deaths. Um, and then so she's like, here, take this Captain Medallion to go up on the ship because now we have to go. Uh, why do they want to go on the ship? Because uh, she senses Chewie's there because we know Chewie's already alive because they show oh, him yeah. being captured. Also, <laughs> I mean, we I, know. Yeah, they don't know. No, they, but Ray senses it, which that checks out because that happened in Return of the Jedi a couple times, so it makes sense. Okay, but also, yeah. I, I see him problem. in the window right there. I have a <laughs> It's an older code, sir. With, That's a with Blue like, Harvest reference. <laughs> with like 3PO saying, taking one last look at my friends, because I just don't buy any of it. Also a CMA with the trailer. It's also true, but like, I just don't buy any of this whole, all these people are besties. Like in the original trilogy, I bought the chemistry, but this, they never spend time together, they never do anything together, and now we're supposed to buy that they're oh, yeah. fighting for family. We have like our, our, our second force pass with, with the... They fight. Uh, oh yeah, they right. get up. The they get up there, and everyone. Movie trailer. And then we get up there, and then there's yeah. there's basically the Death Star escape from a New Hope, which I will uh, concede that, as far as the uh, the first movie being a New Hope, yeah, you can say that. But this was like a straight up rip off yeah, of a New Hope Death, Death Star escape. Absolutely. And then you say so you have uh, Finn and Poe running through, uh, missing all the shots from the stormtroopers. You have a girl stormtrooper, so basically, uh, we we fixed all the problems of the world. Um, <laughs> then you have. Uh, getting captured and Hux is the spy, but he's not the spy. So another gotcha moment. Uh, why did he do that? But he is the spy. But he is the spy, and then he's like, oh, yeah, no, that's the I tried to he, shoot, stop shoot him. me. There's no gotcha. He just is the spy, and it's stupid. And well, yeah, yeah. The him. gotcha is that like, oh, they're about to get shot, but then the bullet goes oh. off, and they're like, oh, we're still alive. What happened? Okay, like, I'm the spy. 
I thought that I'm was the spy. So, I'm the no. It's just All right, Evan. Evan. So and then he dies. Then uh, then yeah. Ray, they do the second force pass where she she, she cuts the, the bag of beans. Yeah, and she's in my chambers. Yeah, lock down the ship. Uh, and then they somehow get off the ship because the Millennium Falcon shoots its exhaust and everyone flies backwards except, except for Ray, Ray and Kylo, and he says you're Palpatine. So now now over with that, and that's where Empire Strikes Back JJ Edition ends, and we begin Revenge. Uh, Return of a Jedi JJ edition because this is two movies put into one. Dumb. Yes, it is. Dumb Even if it was two separate <laughs> movies, they so would have both sucked. Oh my god! Imagine I, you saw. Imagine you saw the first half of Rise of Skywalker and they had to see the second half so in a separate movie. Where do we go movie. now? The um, indoor. I thought they went to indoor. Let me check. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah no, they crashed. They, they, they crashed had, the Falcon. Yeah. At, and at, then they at, find the lady on the horse. They find that may be Lando's then, daughter. Then, <laughs> wait, this is an ancient Sith. Sith knife. So how does it match up? With Don't the question it. Eat your popcorn. Look, we can't Alex. even get into that. <laughs> I mean, we could. It's not ancient. They it made, made it. The they made it to years. match it. Obviously. Or obviously. the force willed it. Whatever. And you then, say. and then they used it to kill her parents. <laughs> also, this. Oh knife yeah, this was designed the... perfectly for this wreckage that we didn't know would fall this way. Yeah, exactly. No, they, exactly. It was made after it fell. But but it's but still why? dumb, Jack. No, yeah, no. The issue is the issue is the guy that owns it knows how to get to Exegol. So why does he need the knife to find the wayfinder to get to Exegol when he already knows how to get there? <laughs> All right. Uh, then they're like, <laughs> oh, we can't go to the Death Star movie. until tomorrow because uh, reason. Because it's th there's a swell coming in, but it's like but interstellar. They have a ship that flies. Um, anyway, don't question it. Ray gets on a boat that she knows how to drive because she lived on an ocean planet her whole life. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then she gets, which yeah. I think is a cool scene, Wreckage of a Death Star, even though it blew up completely. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Whatever. Somebody Re pointed out, and if you watch Transgender, there's this one piece that, like, stands out from the rest. And like, oh, oh, that's I mean, like if now. you play, um, the Battlefront game, when it blows up, you actually get to fly through the wreckage, and it's not as a complete of an explosion I, you know, as, right, as it right. is in the movie version. So I'll buy it. You can yeah. change that. I mean, that's a, that's a if you're gonna make it an interesting set piece, then I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, that's fair. So I think it's cool. There's like old like stormtrooper helmets, and then, but then uh then she goes to Palpatine's chamber and goes in a door that wasn't there in Return of a Jedi and it finds was a hidden. Set <laughs> it was like uh... Uh, the four. <laughs> if you look at a cross section of that room, that door would be like. Open space. space. In the Lego Death Star Lego All right, set. No. It's not in it. End of it's sentence. Not there. You can't start a sentence with in the Lego Death Star and expect <laughs> me to listen to you. So then she meets Evil Ray with sharp teeth, question oh mark. My, she's a vampire. <laughs> Which was, again, <laughs> she made goes, for literally <laughs> just the trailer. Because yep, when that trailer dropped and people saw that, people freaked out. Yeah, she's I went, the, that's stupid. She's got the freaking foldy the lightsaber. Double lightsaber. Yeah. Cool one. Great. Uh, sell another toy. And then yeah. she finds a wayfinder that Kylo shows up and steps on it at this point. Yeah. He crushes it. He yeah. crushes it in his hand. He's so strong. That's pretty cool. <laughs> cool. I, I know what I must do, but I don't know what to do it. Wait, what does he crush? <laughs> the the wayfinder. wayfinder. Oh, that's right. He's like, that's you have right. to go with me. By the way, by the way, the only this I think we can start getting into this like as we're talking about the movie synopsis. But this is when we get to the thing, the only thing, the only thing that could have redeemed this movie in the slightest part was if Ray turned evil. And this was the quote unquote Setup because if she turned evil and then you take the Ben Solo arc and he becomes good and he becomes redeemed, congratulations. You just successfully completed yep. the only good character arc in the entire trilogy, uh, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, but they fumbled that bag too. Exactly. By trying to make them right. both good and then yeah. they, they made him kiss. Even better, you know, he turns good, he saves the galaxy, but he's got to face the fact that he caused the problem from the jump. Then it's like a whole, you know, kind yeah, of so cool then Ben Solo should have killed. Ray and he could have been the last Skywalker. Literally. So then we have the Death, fight yeah, on the wreckage definition. of a Death Star, like basically the main fight of the movie, Dumb. like the big set piece. It's a 
fair it's enough. Okay, fight. It's okay. Cool. I, like, I, like I, like, I mean, where, like, I get why they're Kylo fighting. Ren's they're like, enemies. Like, yeah, cool. I personally like this lightsaber fighting in in this the Force Awakens and this one particularly because mm-hmm. it's like the perfect mesh of the original trilogy, sort of, you know, core emotional fighting and then yeah. like the over choreographed prequel stuff. It's kind of like in the middle, yeah. which is why I like so it. I like but, this fight. Yeah. Um, and then. Ray best Kylo and he gets hit in the chest. That's again. so dumb. Again. She's just brutal. <laughs> that All was right. tough. So got him and then. But Leia reached. Leia, out Leia heals him. Well, no, Leia reached out to him, which is why he stopped, and then Ray heals him. And then, yeah, and then so so Ray le- Ray takes his time. Ray leaves, Ray leaves takes his, his ship, fighter. and then get this, Princess Leia. Changes his mind with the force, and it kills her. Why didn't you do that Wait, earlier? But, but Ray doesn't take. She goes. Yeah, she takes his time. Yeah. But how does she get an X wing? She gets an. Oh, right, no, she, she steals it from Luke. Luke. That's right, All right, that's, that's another right. thing. Sorry, I forgot about that. And then so thing. so that Leia dies like because she reaches out to her <laughs> to the force and it kills her, but it's enough force power to change. Ben's mind. All she well, he no. didn't all he almost didn't kill his mom last movie, so maybe it was like the last thing okay, he needed. Yeah. No. So either way, Leia <laughs> is now dead. This movie's ben so Solo bad. is now good as far as we know and because scene, which, because he throws his lightsaber into the water, oh, turns around and sees Han, which we know is not a force ghost Thank because you. he's he's not blue. Yeah. But um he says the bad line from the first movie. I mean, the line that is made bad by the fact he says it from the first movie because because one of Kylo Ren's favorite movies is actually The Force Awakens, so he, he quotes it very often you know because it's like space balls. Because the, the movies, <laughs> the movie characters have seen themselves in movies. I in got the, the space balls. Let's check the script. Like, and they well, turn around. They, don't know what's yet. <laughs> they fast forward to the scene. Calm the desert. I ain't found Darth Helmet. So <laughs> that's a good movie. The swan. Oh my god! Spaceballs episode. Ludicrous speed. Anyway, <laughs> so. They finally <laughs> see Han Solo, and this was the only time someone in my theater reacted to the movie, and it was not a great, good reaction to seeing <laughs> Han Solo. Um, which, not not getting say? into, not what getting into, say? I can't repeat it, not oh. getting into fan fiction here. But this should have definitely been Anakin, whether it be Darth Vader or Hayden Christensen being like, "Is Hayden this what you, is this what you wanted?" That would have been cool. That, that would have been, been cool. good. Han Solo, well, what, don't don't. I mean, I guess he wanted to check so we can keep flying his planes into golf courses. So, but like, like, so like Force Ghost Anakin. Either one, Hayden Christensen, cool. Darth cool. Vader, even Bald, Baldi, been, even, cool. even Jake Lloyd. Like well, I'll take Jake Lloyd. This so, is podcast. so Disney has been trying to distance himself from the prequels. Like for example, Hayden Christensen went with his family to Disney World, and like Disney went out of the way to make sure that they did not publish any official photos of it because great. Because <laughs> Disney, Disney bought, smart. I mean, okay, the guys, guys, the sequels are bad, but the prequels are elevated by them to the point where let's not forget that the sequel hatred literally drove George Lucas to sell his franchise. No, okay, listen, the prequels. The prequels, The Phantom Menace was <laughs> bad because it was like a political movie, but then they're like, oh, wait, this is Star Wars too. Yeah. Attack of the Clones, hot garbage, except for like the last 15 minutes. And then Revenge of the Sith is unironically a really good movie. Chris just like, summed up our entire prequel episode that, that's, in that's, 10 that's, seconds. That's essentially okay. our prequel podcast. There's two but, more scenes in this movie. That's fair. Basically. Let's go to it then. Ray goes back to. Steals the tie striker and goes back to is it, is it Octo? Whatever the Yeezy yeah. Island. Um, <laughs> it looks like a shoe. Talk about Luke's Island. Yeah, it looks yes, like Octo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look at it. It looks like a Yeezy. Like, she's like, oh, oh, I'm stuck here because I flew here for no reason. And then but she then destroyed she the tie fighter. There's more. And then she, yeah, she's she's stuck there just like Luke was. 
And then so she she sets the tie striker on fire and throws the um <laughs> lightsaber. Yeah, lightsaber. And then Luke grabs it. it and says, "A Jedi's weapon deserves more respect." And then Which he looks at the camera and he says, directly. "I don't like Ryan Johnson." <laughs> <laughs> he looks in the camera and says that. I remember that. Scene. Knives out sucks. <laughs> My least favorite episode of Breaking Bad is The Fly. Did you see that? <laughs> did you see that the painting changed in the beginning and the end of Knives Out? <laughs> He smiles at the end, so it's good. Hey, don't be hating on Knives Out. The I Knives like on the Pot. Did you know Looper is actually not that good? That, okay, I have beef with that statement. I love Looper. Come on, Luke. That I was love a Looper. crazy take. And then basically, <laughs> Luke like changes Ray's mind in a, in a, in a good parallel, and he's like, in like more seconds. to fight for. He's literally like, everything I said in Last Jedi was wrong. Every, like, amazing. Yeah. Every word of what you just said was wrong. <laughs> he says that. Um, and oh then... In one of the worst things to ever happen in cinema, he pulls the X-Wing out of the it's water. Just like Dagobah. Just like Dagobah, <laughs> even though the entire point of Luke coming to Octo was so that he'd have no way to escape. And Which, by the way, in, the last, in the Last Jedi, the wing of the X-Wing was the door to it, the hut. Shut up, idiot. If I, no, eat your no, popcorn. Two things, two things. If I may, one, you do see the X-Wing in The Last Jedi. You see yeah, but it, broken. but it's broken. Oh, is it all yeah, they, I, he used the, the door is the wing. And, and, two, <laughs> and, and, and uh, number two, it doesn't make any sense that Luke went there to die anyway because he also, who left a map? If it's a place you can't find, who left the map? Hey. Don't question it. it. Eat your movie. That was a JJ mystery box. <laughs> to be found out in The Last Jedi. That's a oh, good wait, story for another time. A lot of time. Watch your popcorn. This movie's so bad. <laughs> the, 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 the gist of The Rise of Skywalker is great stories right for now? another time, but now we're out of time. So, There's one scene I'll So, like yeah, in a, in a scene that made me cry in the theater, but I realized it was bad. Yep, afterwards? <laughs> yeah, much like this whole trilogy. Um, then you have... Then... I guess we go to Exegol. So yeah, that's, that's Ray finds a way to Exegol. And then Palpatine changes his mind about his plan three times. He's like, I wanted to make you evil. Actually. You're the dyad? I, Even I though I made you, evil. I didn't know that. This was my, I, I, psych. <laughs> I wanted to make you evil, and but then, then I wanted you to make you evil so I could be evil. She go, <laughs> the she base go, boosted lightning. She goes to Exegol. She goes to Exegol. She transmits <laughs> it. She transmits it to the remaining of the resistance. They find a way through, which is fine, I no, guess, sort no, of, maybe. No, no, yeah, no, no, she, no, no, no. She, she, she leaves a trail of breadcrumbs. She's read five. Remember that from A New Hope? Remember? Did you buy Wait, your ticket yet? Okay. Oh nostalgia yet? Did you buy the ticket? Did you go to Disney World yet? Remember that thing uh, that came out when you weren't alive? <laughs> and the call sign of the X-Wing was the same as it is in the Thrawn trilogy. Are you glad you read those three books for five characters in a movie? Great. Um, <laughs> also, one of, the thing, one of the things on the planet is called the Raven. The Raven. The ratio. But, okay, but like, the planet Boston. Then, then she goes to Palpatine. Palpatine's like, strike me down, feel the rage, yada, yada, yada. Then she Psych. eventually does You're it. You're the diet. Which I, by the way. I have a problem with literally it being like the end of Endgame. All the all the ships show up. Oh my gosh, portal scene, and then literally the on your I left. am the Sith. I am the Jedi is like carbon copy. Wait, wait, wait. I have the you remember in I mean you remember Kylo in shows up in his X wing oh, yeah. wearing a t shirt as I as I mentioned off camera. Good um, good costume department there. Yeah, and then he he confronts the Knights of Ren. They do the the payoff with the Force Pass. I think that's cool. Okay, cool yeah, scene. It's pretty cool. Like the, the lightsaber. Here's something. Not not to become a film student for a second, but the first thing that was passed was a yellow bracelet. The second thing that was passed was a red can of beans, and the third thing that was passed was the blue lightsaber. Just like Mary. Force Awakens predominant colors yellow. Last Jedi's predominant colors red. Sound like a Pulp Fiction fan. I mean, I'm just telling you, JJ kind of had a plan. Um, <laughs> kind he, of. 
Did he? He had a plan for like a cool thing that I'm bringing up on a podcast that no one knows about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Force Pass, hey. the Kylo Shrug, which is a GIF you've definitely seen. Which is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> which is like, I bet this will sell a toy. I better do it in this The movie. shrugging Kylo Ren! Get it now! With extra shruggy action! Three t-shirts to choose from. You can pass the lightsaber through his back! Good bit. Okay, yeah. I, I don't. I, we don't have anything to say about the Ray Kylo scene other than it's bad. I remember the part. Remember, <laughs> remember the part where all the Jedi's from the last movie I, and the nerd stuff. Wait, wait, wait. I like that scene. How about, how I like about that the scene. Fact that Palpatine has the Force lightning to take out the whole fleet and the two lightsabers, and he's like, "Nope, I'm out, man. That's it." Like. Like he really has no. The power it, it was all the Jedi. What? It was all the Jedi. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Does it not bother y'all that he's in like some raggedy clothes and then he gets the die out and he's in red silk all of a sudden? I don't know. Does that it makes me, me mad. That makes me mad. <laughs> this movie bothers. How come he gets a wardrobe change because he sucked up life force? How about force? the, se the seventy-five thousand Sith just chilling in attendance and their popcorn along with it? Who were they? Where did they get lunch? The cultists. Like, yeah. Where did? Can they go off the planet? They Are they real? How did all those people get the ships there, all the materials? And Can they go off the planet? Did they, did they all have Sith Wayfinders? How did they get there? <laughs> did they have the knife too? Did they build did they build those giant stacks? Did they have GPS in 30 years from while also building the final order? Don't from question it. Building Starkiller Base to every ship has a Death Star uh, weapon to literally they all can't navigate to them. They all can't activate their shields apparently. Oh yeah. No they can't figure out which way is up. Let's go. The crux of this 42 Just look down. year saga. <laughs> is that they can't throw a tennis ball out the window and go the opposite way. Well, you said, well, George, yeah, George had the original plan in the ninth movie. They don't know the way it's up, and they fly now. <laughs> so. And they can't activate their shields because, like. They can't jam their speeders because they're horses. They're horses! <laughs> that's, that's the ship. I can feel it. Also, all the horses just die. That's probably, like, an endangered species now because you see, like, one of them get on the transport at the end. Ray, right. I have something to tell you. I literally can't get into how much I dislike the final. Like, it should be on paper if you had told me there's a scene where every ship that's ever canonically appeared in Star Wars appears in a uh -huh. awesome. Yeah, and Babu Frick says, hey, hey and Wedge, Wedge shows up, watches his son die, and says nothing because Snap Wexley is canonically Wedge's stepson. Don't question each your pop. But, I mean, the writers don't know that. I mean, I know that because I've read another piece of Star Wars material. But obviously, but the, the, you know, the people no whose job is to know the yeah. plot of Star you know, Wars Kath probably Kath haven't heard of that. Kathleen Kennedy said we don't have 800-page novels, so it's very difficult to make the movie. Oh, Poe Dameron's parents Star are... Star Wars <laughs> legends now. We don't want to be canon. Kathleen right? Kennedy went, Poe Dameron's parents were freedom, or, uh, Rebel Rebellion uh, fighters. He's a spice runner now. <laughs> This movie sucks. <laughs> Thank you. All right, movie. so this last scene's not even worth talking about because it's so bad. So I'm the Jedi. Uh, so and I am Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then, with a friend. And then also one thing I saw, um, <laughs> the like literally eight movies, eight eight Skywalker Saga movies. The music is great, and then this movie, it's just literally the greatest hits edition. Like literally, we're seeing the Sith get hit with rocks, blown up. General Pride gets obliterated, and this is the Force theme. And I'm like, that's John really Williams is in this one though. What? John Williams is in it. So they win. That's what he was in it. They win the battle. They go back to Hawaii. Oh, wait. Don't forget about Hey, don't forget about Ray and Kylo, bro. Come on now. Oh, yeah. They kiss. Raylo. Raylo. Which, how, how is it that. How did he um, survive? No, no, that no. Fall? It's, it's, yeah. like, it's like wireless charging. The, the, the life, the force life, it only. It, you lose some every time you do it. But, like, how is it. Okay, so get this. So Ray kills Palpatine, then dies. 
But then, gotcha. How, how is how is Kylo not dead? I'm because ball, he I'm caught falling. himself before he hey, fell. Shut up! <laughs> how is he, how is he not Eat your dead? popcorn, Man, Alex. Kylo... Uh, he fell. Not not like he did. He he wasn't just like gently pushed off this ledge. He was clearly thrown into the middle of this <laughs> ginormous He's hole. The stun double specifically gets launched in the middle. Well, you're for, you're like forgetting that hover. when he first entered Exegol, the elevator was already down, so he just jumped forty stories into the hole. No, he jumped onto the chain. He went. Oh! No, no, no. Remember? <laughs> but my point is, how does Ray <laughs> die? First, it doesn't make sense because she, she used all her power, good, but she used two lightsabers. She but she used all, all her force power. It's, it's like Leia. It, they set there. it up with Leia. Ahsoka Tano said something that you couldn't hear. Remember Barris Ophi from the prequels? Alice remember, Kerbra? remember, remember Luminara, Luminara, Luminara Unduli. Great. What's the blue girl? What was her name? The Alice French Sakura. one. Ayla Sakura, bro. Oh. So then we go to Tatooine. Ayla Sakura. Yeah. We go to Tatooine, a planet that Princess Leia has never been to. Luke no, said he hated you'll get it in Return of the Anakin Jedi. hated sand. That was his main pickup line to Padme, bro. I hate sand. It's course. So a, Luke a, was showing Leia his a, home. A planet that all the Skywalkers hated. She's now back at the Lars homestead, which is, is now old. And, and nobody's taken for some reason. Yeah, nobody's, yeah, nobody's moved in. Nobody's moved in. haven't like, gone in there and made that a base or nothing. That place has been destroyed. And she, no, she rides down. <laughs> she rides down. It she shows that down. she's pure. She sleds down. She Which is a, it's a callback to The Force Awakens. Great. Um, she looks into the blue milk room um, where they had blue milk. And <laughs> then she goes and buries the lightsabers in the sand. And, and they, they sink down into a hole. She looks off in the distance and sees Luke and Leia. But wait, her lightsaber can change colors because more merch. I thought it was green in the theater because I'm colorblind. I didn't get that. Um, <laughs> and then the lady with the camel appears out of nowhere and asks who she is. Why does she care? Shut up, David. No one's been here for <laughs> years, David. No one's Stay been here in bar. so long. <laughs> no one's been here do you forever. Think, do you think she? You remember the? Did you ever hear about the lady from the original that got like cut out of the 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 the, the lead scenes where she was like, Luke, you better not be riding fast. You think that was the same lady? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's Amy real. Sedaris, like. <laughs> And then uh, the movie ends with <laughs> our third binary sunset in nine films. As one one says that one she is... third of the movies in this trilogy have the same scene. And ten percent of this podcast has been about Star Wars, so it checks out. Did you do the math on that? 42. You said that. I didn't say that. All right. Did anybody think it was weird that the binary suns like line up on top of each other and look like BB-8 at the end of this movie? Whoa! <laughs> like, did they really? JJ Abrams. Look at the binary sunset I'm scene Googling from the end, right of this, the end of this up, movie, which was, if you don't know, was the end of Return to the uh, Revenge of the Sith. Obi Wan puts his, hikes his hikes his leg up, and then the best scene from A New Hope is is Luke hiking his leg up to look at the binary sunset. But uh, yeah. And that's the, that's the end of Star Wars. And, and then Palpatine wins. And then there was no and more. takes the Skywalker bloodline. No more movies. It makes sense. BB 8's looking at it. So, Damn the next no. get ready for BB 8, a Star Wars story, episode 10. Ryan Johnson's okay, directing. That, I'm pretty sure that's actually edited. No, that's, that no, happened, it's not. bro. I, no, I'm look, I, cannot I have it right wait. here. I, I'm look, every other photo I see is not that except for the one that you found, Davis. <laughs> Don't question it. the same photo that, I've, that I see, but every other photo, it's fine. But, yeah, thoughts on her Take being my word. Skywalker? Dumb, stupid. Whatever. He wins. Like Palpatine wins. The bad guy overtook the bloodline. Okay, Ray is the like redheaded weird stepchild that people don't talk about. <laughs> but who's to say that her offspring aren't going to be Palpatine again? Like they're not going to be evil. It's clearly in the blood. Yeah. 
He it's wins. Not great. The midichlorians. Not, not to mention, he literally says, strike me down. Then she strikes her down. And he's like, It's different because yeah, she uses his different. own power this against him. No, but like, he's wearing different clothes. People are like, hey, but he said that in Return of the Jedi. But that's not what he's actually saying in Return strike, of the Jedi. It's strike like a, me down. It's just like a trick. But yeah. Um, I know you Jack, want to. Jack, thank you for taking us through that incredibly uh, well thought out movie. I it was very like. hard to keep up, which I think is not a good sign for the film. I think yeah. that's the only time in the six movies I've been on here, you probably didn't have to do it with Hillman. That we had to pull up a plot summary because it's so hard to keep <laughs> track. Really, that was the like, only time. What happened in this movie? It really is, and it's also something like, oh my gosh, this man. it's it's so un, it's so tragic that this movie, this trilogy, is a victim of like a lot of dropped balls, corporate like corporate mishandling, the, a downright lack of intelligence at the top, lack of planning, lack of planning. Like, exactly. get it out, get it out. Give him more money. The struggling Kylo Ren. Lucas, Lucas took. <laughs> I need three, more A's. He took three movies per original for the original trilogy. He then took 16 years before even thinking about really even planning the prequels out and then doing it. He originally planned to take six years. Then he just took longer. And then this, it's two years apart with an anthology one in the middle. There's no. And then I also think the one director per movie thing was incredibly stupid. Have one guy in charge. Lucas was had different directors, but he was the man in charge for the original trilogy. That's why it worked. He's the overarching guy. This, it's story by different credit every time. Hey, y'all have anything to add to I the could, I could talk about this this trilogy forever. I'm, I'm so fundamentally exhausted by the conversation that has just <laughs> transpired. Uh, it's taken everything from me, and I, I I hope there's no episode ten ever. There will be. Once there you die, they're gonna drop one. Two, electric Boogaloo. There's gonna, be, there's gonna be a super when Amazon a super Star death a super Disney Death Star and it super, shoots super out su- shoots out Star Destroyers and <laughs> each of them has a super Tie Fighter that comes out and this they all have they all have galaxies. they all have planet galaxy destroying lasers. If everybody has a planet destroying weapon, does anybody really? <laughs> <laughs> if a tree falls in the forest, if everyone's super. Is no anyone? one is. <laughs> oh All right. Stay tuned for The Incredibles next week. <laughs> where we talk about why Syndrome was misunderstood. He was. Not at all. That's no. like, no, Syndrome's the same guy from Megamind. The villain from Megamind is the same guy as Syndrome. But uh, They're basically the same character. Maybe you're uh, just saying that because you look like him. <laughs> I, do, I don't have red hair. There's no Easter Bunny. <laughs> there is no. There is what? no Wyoming. <laughs> All right, Alex. Alex. All right I, think, I think we need to wrap this Alex, up. We need to wrap, wrap this give up. Give us, who are you? Uh, I was just going to say thank you guys both for joining us on this episode. I really appreciate all your contributions to this two-hour Star Wars episode, which is absolute insanity. I, I only talked about like 10% of the things I have on my mind. So In the time you listened to this, you could have watched The Force Awakens. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We have to do an even longer edition later. But uh, once again, thank you for all those who are listening. I'm Alex Hitching alongside Davis Carroll, Jack, and Chris as well. And we will see you all next week for the conclusion to our four-part Star Wars episode dealing with the anthology movies and definitively ranking all 11 films. But until then, see you next time. May the Rogue Force One be with fantastic. us all. They podcast now? They podcast <laughs> now. now.